With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey everybody, Boss Man here. Before we get started, we just got to tell you about our friends at the Better Edge app. Better Edge is a legal online sports betting marketplace that allows their users to post and engage with other sports betting fans, like kind of like a social media within the platform. I actually posted a GIF of LeBron. I, I don't, I'm not very good about posting a lot of stuff on there, but after I hit plus 194 on the, uh, the Lakers' money line, I had to like post something in there, rub it into the face of the guy who took the other side, and I did the GIF of LeBron where he's throwing up the, the thing, and he's like this, you know, the dramatic. There's nothing better than celebrating a little sports gambling victory with a GIF, right? With a GIF yeah. of the King, King James himself. Um, you can also place no commission positions in an online marketplace, so they're not going to take any of your money. Compete in direct head-to-head challenges with horrible betters like journalist Jake, and uh, buy or sell positions such as spread over under money line at current market price. So just use promo code 10K, that's 10K at betteredge.com when you sign up and verify your ID. You get a free 10 bucks. Turn that 10 bucks into 100, turn that 100 into 1,000. Next thing you know, you're laughing. So once again, betteredge.com. Promo code 10K at sign up for a free $10. We'll see you on there. On this episode of It's a Bit, reoccurring guest, our friend Ryan Carter, former NHL player for the Wild, also is a color commentator on Bally Sports for the Wild, has his own podcast, contributes to wild.com. Awesome interview with Ryan talking about the Wild and many other things. Maybe he might even join our uh, our uh, Minnesotan Cup team if we pay him enough. So we're, we're in talks, as we like to say. We're going to give our bits of the week and end the show with 20 questions. Wags is a little game we haven't played in a while. So all that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's Bits podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man Wags and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Last name ever, first name greatest, like a spring. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of It's a Bit, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Boss Man, joined by WAGS, journalist Jake, producer Cam. we got a full studio. Gentlemen, before we get started, I have to make an announcement. And uh, to do that announcement, it requires journalist Jake to make uh, sounds like he's at an EDM concert. Oh, yes. Uh Uh-oh. This like, is the best. Let's get down. Let's get down to business. Nine days until Vegas, boys. <laughs> Cut to me and Walgreens. Hey, can I get a boost in here? Wait, you can keep going forever, wait, too, wait, if you had you, to. You want to do it one more time? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do that. We are here to make some noise. 
Yeah, can I get a 12-piece chicken McNugget and a large fry? Oh, the ice cream machine's not fucking working. That's a big fucking surprise. All right. Hey, where's the bathroom at? Oh, there's a guy doing drugs in there? All right, I guess I'll just hold it and go at the hotel. God, I'm so excited. Every, Dude, Jake's every, face is so red. Every oh, place you walk into red. in Las Vegas sounds like that. Oh, it is. Yes. In my first example, I was at Walgreens trying to get a COVID mm-hmm. booster, and mm-hmm. I had to listen to EDM. The second yep. example, I was... Uh, in McDonald's, just ordering food, and I had to endure EDM. So we're or White pre- Castle. We're preparing ourselves for the constant barrage of EDM that is the city of Las Vegas. But we're nine days away. I seriously just nine think, days. I seriously think that might be my favorite bit we've ever done on this show. <laughs> I actually, the Vegas bit. I got I got time. a lot of DMs from people saying that was some of the funniest shit yeah. I ever listened to. The first time we did that, but yeah. it's true. It's true. If you've ever been to Las Vegas? It is enormously unnecessarily loud. EDM music, regardless of what place or business you are in. It has to factor into why everyone is so exhausted after Vegas, because every place you go into, you're literally moving the body. You got you want to dance, right? And you got to yell. Like yes, by the yes. time it's, it's Sunday night, you feel like you don't have any vocal cords. Like I, you're not going to be able to talk the rest of your life. When, you're, when you literally get home from Vegas, like it's literally you need your vocal cords to rest. I know. You the, can't uh, talk. The, like The Taco Bell that serves the alcohol, the best <laughs> is, and they have the Live Moss DJ booth upstairs that plays... Boom, Boo, boo. There's always the really drunk chick with like a taco, like some Becky. <laughs> fucked up. So, I, I know two of the two out of four of us here have done a fireball shot at Taco Bell. Correct. I think I think the other two out of four here need to uh, need to do a fireball shot at Taco See, Bell this year. No, I, Jake, I'm I don't want. Bitch, I'll do it. I don't want to drink. Uh, Maybe I'll do a fireball at Taco Bell, I but I do a vodka shot there because just they, don't do a bottle blast. How about, uh, how about I pour vodka, uh, but I pour fireball in one of those Baja blasts, and there we'll call go. it a night or a, or a eat, life. Eat half a quesarito and then just open it up and dump the shot in there, close it up, and then just eat it. Jeez, so yes. You guys that have might make it. You guys easier. have actually eaten food at that place, right? Mm-hmm. At, at, in mm-hmm. Vegas, it's actually better than normal Taco it Bell. It is. They, they yeah. honestly they up the ingredients or something. They use yeah. real ingredients I, at that Taco Bell. I threw it up last time. Our beef, <laughs> our, we did. Our yes. beef comes from real cattle. Comes real cattle. We're, 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 as opposed to what? As opposed to, hey, get down here. We're putting shit in a Dorito. Las Vegas. <laughs> Fuck. Traction at Las that's Vegas. Not, that's not actually my bit. There's a comedian who did that. Um, I can't remember what his name was. He won like what the. Bit? There's like a game, not like a game show, but there's like an American Idol for stand-up comics. I can't yeah, remember what it's called. Yeah. Last uh, comic Norm, standing. Yeah, Norm standing. McDonald was a I, judge. I can't remember what his name was, but his style of comedy was just kind of like shouting at the audience, and he was doing a bit on like McDonald's how they were how they try to do like. You know these like crazy ads where they're like they show cows and like we actually raise our GMO cows from birth and that blah 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 and then he's like Taco Bell takes a full paid ad just say hey we're putting shit in a Dorito get down here like it's so true though dude someone uh, I think it was it was I'm pretty sure it was Renz maybe it might have been Dino but they had a blog today about uh, how Taco Bell is going to mm-hmm. unite America and yep. stuff like that and in that in that blog they posted a uh, a receipt from Taco Bell from 1999 and it will blow your mind to look at that receipt the person got five things they left under $3 yeah, and it's still like that though. I was just—I just went. To, ironically, I just went to Taco Bell tonight, and I got two things for six bucks. True, but I'm talking two I'm talking things. like four or five things for like under three. But there's bucks. inflation <laughs> and economical differences. Cost of living. Exxon Mobil. Exxon Mobil stock prices. <laughs> 1999 statistics. <laughs> stock prices. It all filters the 90s. decisions. No, I mean Taco Bell is. 
it truly is a great place. I always love watching the commercial where like the couple is sitting there kind of arguing over like who eats what. And my first thought is like which one of them are going to make it to the bathroom first. That's the real competition. <laughs> How come uh, Taco Bell doesn't have a dog? Well, like Taco John's has like a dog. Target, has a, mascot. Has, a, Target has a dog. Yeah, Target has yeah, a dog. Spot or whatever. Is that its name? Spot? Spot. Spot yes, the Target, Target dog. Yeah. I, I did. I worked with the dog before. Taco no, John's has a dog? Yeah, they had a, they, for the longest time, especially when we were growing up. I'm pretty sure it died recently, so the younger generation like yourself wouldn't know. But forever, yeah, well, Taco yeah, John's ago, had, yeah. had like a, had a literal mm-hmm. dog as their mascot. Dude, yeah, Taco Bell is great, but Taco John's potato always oh, fuck nacho cheese. Nacho cheese. Right? Yes. Uh, it's just salt and cheese, and well, that's all I need in the world. We may or may not have allegedly uh, when we were in high school. I was with Wags here. Um, <laughs> I forgot about these. Yeah, we, we did it at a few restaurants allegedly, but we particularly wanted potato olays, and we didn't want to pay for them, so we went through the drive through a taco john saying hey um we were just here 30 minutes ago and you forgot our potato olays oh, you guys and then they awesome. gave us the potato olays yeah man you here you go cute. bro with some stoner <laughs> oh one time oh one time it's bad we literally we fell in this phase for about two weeks where we just showed up to, show up to fast like, food let's say money. Money. Up to businesses and just stole from them yes. allegedly one time we had our buddy aiden driving allegedly and he just pulled up to the site like a lot of times we just pull up to the windows and be like hey uh we were just here a little bit ago we didn't get this well he pulled up to the window to do that but instead of asking us any questions they just handed him a bag well, of dude. food it, I remember that. Particularly, <laughs> it was so backed up that they were probably just told to just hand food out the window. They thought they were uh, that we were just that next car in order that had that order. They probably had like a row of receipts. And we pulled up, like, he was about to ask, and they just didn't even look, and they handed, like, a bag and grabbed it like a football and just drove off. That that brings me back to a story that went viral on Facebook when I was in high school. Someone was at Target, and they had, like, they said they probably had 40 to 50 uh, items worth of 40 to 50 dollars. And they said, like, the register was throwing the cashier error codes, and she just said, fucking take it all. I hate this place. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Bubba with Cub. Uh, Basically, same story. Yeah. Like, Zane and Jake did that. Uh, Jack, I feel like me and you are on the same wavelength with this. Like, if we did something like that, we'd feel guilty as fuck. I'd feel, like, well, I would feel like, Well, here's the, put, like, put yourself in out a, out you're in the, you're bumfuck nowhere. For us, we're in Savage, Minnesota. You're True. in 16. You've been bored your whole life. You finally get a car. Like, you're going to do dumb <laughs> yeah. stuff. Also, well, I did some shit. Too. And we did feel guilty. I remember we brought back a burger from Sonic, and we sat there just looking at <laughs> At it we're like uh this is bad fuck it we cut it up in three in three yeah, ways we, like, like, we ate it sadly yeah we were we Last did we're like this is bad but then we continued to do it me and my uh, buddy speaking of, of doing dumb shit at drive throughs in high school me and my buddy drove through one of them backwards oh yes <laughs> to remember uh, the just best. got screamed at like leave that's so dangerous blah 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 yeah. like, okay <laughs> remember when we were when we were growing way. up uh people would like it was, it was like viral video mm-hmm. to go and wrap your order into like the <laughs> when you're taking your order you're wrapping yeah. it do you remember that stuff? yeah yeah and then, oh that was like uh ed bass ed bass yeah well oh, you do like can that. i get a bottle do they're like what you would like purposely like like have like it would speak Brown gibberish <laughs> Well, then there was a, that other viral trend where people would do the bombs away. They would grab, uh, they would grab, they would order like a large coke, and then they would just throw it right back into the drive. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! You be an asshole. Bad. Those ones were bad. We never did that. Uh, but. I think the funniest. Least harmful one that people did was the one where they would unicorn themselves. You get an ice cream cone, oh, and yeah, stick it on your head. <laughs> oh, that's because nice. it's like you're not really hurting the business. Like you're paying mm-hmm. for the ice cream, and the only person who's really doing harm is is you to yourself. Honestly, though, all the videos are funny. Ed Bassmaster used to do the one where uh, he'd grab the cup, yeah, and he'd purposely grab it in the wrong spot, <laughs> so that it would spill. And then they'd come back with a new drink, and he'd, he'd do they it do again that. until they eventually basically didn't trust giving him the cup. But 
Oh my god! Right, anyways, yeah, we're going to Vegas soon. All right, <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> it's true. Uh, let's do bit of the week. We'll start with you, Cam. What do you got for a bit this week? I don't care if you didn't prepare one. Gave oh, me that. Now look. Like, you've been oh, here before. Fuck. Yeah, I know. I figured since Zane was on, I can uh, think of a bit on the fly. Um, oh, it's the mullet bit. Like I've had it for a while. Yeah. Like I, when I first got this, I didn't think it would be this hard to keep up with it. But I got it three weeks ago, and I. I alluded to this in the Ryan Carter interview, but I like have a mullet touch-up appointment tomorrow, and that was only three weeks because like I got the steps and they're already gone. I'm like I got to be on my shit for Vegas, so I literally have to schedule another appointment to pay more money for this fucking haircut. It is actually kind of a lot of work. It's kind of yeah. like a Peaky Blinders haircut, where literally all the sides need to be constantly maintained yeah. if, if it's going to look good, right? Right. If you exactly. want to continue into Vegas, I mean, you got to keep keep it rolling, man. There are, there are guys out there who do like I feel like it's an East Coast thing that guys do, but they go into like a barbershop like weekly just to get like, oh, yeah. a few hairs clipped. But it's more for like barbershops out there. It's more for like the camaraderie. Like you, you bullshit with the guy. You talk sports. <laughs> he kind of trims you up. It's if it's like a Modelo ad, you apparently drink a beer afterwards, I, which is go. the most bizarre thing in the world. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever seen this on TikTok, but I feel like going to a barbershop on the East Coast is just to support the barber's TikTok live. <laughs> have you ever seen <laughs> yeah. the barbers? They just all go on TikTok live. Yeah. And they're not even really cutting hair. I need to just go. I just need to be a barbershop guy. Like, I just go in every week to just get the same little trim, you, even though it has no impact on the way I look overall. It's just to be like, yeah, I got to go to the barber. I got to get it touched up. See, you say that, but me and my buddy actually did go to like a legit barber once, and we both got super basic haircuts i shit you not it took two and a half hours they, oh, they look good so straight it's you get a straight razor shave art. after like mm-hmm. it's the 60s like i oh, could yeah. went to fantastic sam's and got maybe the same thing for 15 minutes yeah <laughs> but it's the barbershop aspect it's the camaraderie it's the aesthetic yeah. true yeah right yeah but i like it though keep the mullet going i it'll it's like, like I said, it'll, it'll fit it'll fit right in in vegas yeah. you're uh, you, your employer is fine with it and everything oh i uh, I I told them they have no choice. Oh, okay. Oh, I feel like no, that's they, they also works it. at a car dealership, specifically in the back, in the they, service. They, they fix the car, so I feel like that's oh, okay. part, actually, part of the job application. Like, how long is your mullet? Funny story. Um, I actually got a review, so I live and die by reviews. And a customer left a review. I posted this or tweeted this, and he was like, uh, "Service was great. Uh, so the advisor had a nice mullet thing going on, <laughs> and uh, it may or may not be making the company newspaper." So nice, Ooh. congrats. So there you actually, go, man. It actually went over well. Guys doing business. Are there any like forty-five-year-old uh, women who work there that you're trying to get with? Or? Yeah, any, any trailer park? I declined moves? to comment at this. Mm-hmm. Time. Okay, oh, okay. Anyone okay. that listens, some to things Motley are Crew? in the works. Pleading Ooh. the fifth is basically being guilty. All right, wait. So what do you got? <laughs> I got the making you wait bit. Um, have you guys? Notice that like new shows on Netflix and Hulu are like releasing them on a weekly basis. Like it's a normal television show, and just not all the episodes at mm-hmm. once. Mm-hmm. I I subscribe to Netflix to avoid that kind of bullshit. Yep. Shit yeah. like the Peaky Blinders is apparently also getting simulcasted in Europe on the BBC, so they're releasing it on a <laughs> weekly basis. It's the worst thing ever. I'm not sure why people are doing this in this day and age. It's 2022. That's why people went to Netflix in the first so they, place. So they exactly. could get away from fucking TV and well, dealing with commercials and Ted shit. Ted Lasso was the same exact way. They released it on a weekly basis. There's no need to do that. Yeah. No, that's it, no way to watch TV. I, it, it, the episodes fly by way too much yeah. when you can't watch them, and then you have to wait a whole week. It's a feeling that you can easily avoid by just paying for a streaming service. And, mm-hmm. and just and you know they have most of these episodes made. I've seen some shows do the part one, part two bit, which that's fine. You, you keep yourself on edge. You're like, oh, I know I'm in a few months. I'm going to get more of these but it's not like the weekly basis shit that you know that i 
we don't want to deal with anymore. Well, what, what, I, what I've decided to do is I'm just waiting until all the episodes are released, and then mm-hmm. I'm just going to binge it. So. As long as, as, long as people don't spoil it for you, because you get that one idiot who has a few beers and just wants to talk only about the show. It's mm-hmm. like, you've got to stop. See, that's what I was going to say, is that, like, I mean, from a Netflix standpoint, like, for them, it's actually genius, because people, like, it guarantees that you'll go back to their website, but I would wait, too. You just got to stay off to Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. from, a, from a business standpoint, it makes total sense that you mm-hmm. want to rake in more people and stretch it out over time. But also, like from a from like a viewer perspective, like fuck that, I'm not waiting. Yeah, we're spoiled now. We we've already entrenched ourselves in in Netflix for ten years, where they had the system of all episodes are out one, one time, and we we've done that for now for about a decade since we've all probably been getting on to Netflix, and now they're going back to like this system. It's like we're not used to this. What is this? I saw this hilarious tweet the other day where someone was like, "If you've been subscribed to Netflix since the days where they sent you DVDs, yeah, you I should was, have some sort of I lifetime." I was just discount. about to say that. I've been. My mm-hmm. parents have been using Netflix yeah. since it was DVDs. And mm-hmm. You had yeah. to go yeah. on the website, pick out your favorite movie, and it would show up in two days. Yes. In your mailbox. I remember a Blockbuster tried competing with that. that. My parents did that for like a month <laughs> with the Blockbuster bit, which is cool. Like, oh, it shows up in, in your mailbox. But like, oh, this Netflix is cheaper. It was like 06, 07. And then we went along with that. And then sure enough, it, it, it opened up a great relationship like right with now, Netflix. I know it's not on Netflix, but I am so behind on this, but I suck at watching TV. But I have yellow. How do you suck at watching TV. I, I suck at TV. I'd rather watch sports, so then I never make time for okay, it. Okay, that makes but sense. But oh. I, I have oh. Yellowstone muted on my, like, on Twitter. That's smart. that way. It doesn't like I don't miss or like ruin anything. I got to do that for the Peaky Blinders. Yeah, also, Cam, do. funny assumption. I feel like you're a guy who still occasionally uses Redbox. <laughs> no, <laughs> you at McDonald's. That's, that's, that's great. Thing. You want a Redbox? You telling us that you use that? Facebook Messenger Pay? It just the, the opinions we have about you. I feel like you're the like thing I've ever done. In some areas of your life, you're just a few years behind. It's just funny. It's yeah, like, I just you, got internet. Actually. And you're the youngest yeah. one too. So I thought you're just using these when, old when ass. When was things. the last time you've used Redbox? I. I actually don't, but I you just seem like a red box guy. He's a I, red box. I think he's just too young. Yeah, I, no, I like I used to like back in like high school and shit. But like I, I was thinking that yesterday. I was at the gas station. I saw a red box. I'm like, that's like a fucking dinosaur. Who yeah. yeah. Well, it was funny because Netflix did the ship you your DVD thing, and then Redbox was like, we're gonna one up you. And, and then Netflix was like, <laughs> for the Fuck streaming you, service, stream it. And Redbox was like, all right, that's all shit. we got. <laughs> we're done. The and then Blockbuster just died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was gonna say like Redbox was like the the best thing for like a year. It was probably like 2008 or 2009 or some shit. And then Netflix like optimized their streaming, and it's like, oh nope, you're done. Because like I remember Netflix Redbox was everybody. the shit. You go to McDonald's or whatever or gas station, pick out a movie for a night, maybe not return it. Um, what are they going to do? Well, no, they can charge you every day. What are they so going to do? Incentive. Call my dad? Yeah. Like, the thing I did he can, use. Fuck. Yeah, he can pay for it. I use Redbox the most for like uh, video games. Like I was that, that was actually great because yeah, you back could in the day. you could pay five dollars and you beat if you game. hated the game you didn't need to buy it right or if it was like a game that I knew I could beat quickly yeah like I was a broke high school student mm-hmm. so I would just buy it beat the game get send it back just well, hammer some Mountain Dew God that was a shit back yeah. in the day walking into. Do you remember we had boob tube? Let's go. I remember we had a Hollywood video. Do you remember that shit, Wags and Savage? Yep. There's a Hollywood video. It was oh right next God. to a Blockbuster, right across the street. So they're always competing, and we would like, I don't know, we'd go into both once in a while. But I, that Hollywood video is like weird. It was kind of dark in there and shit. Was there probably porn in the back? There, 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 it seemed like the the kind of store that did. I don't think they did, but like there was one of those places that like, someone's hiding porn in here. Like we joke about it, but it's like 
probably one of the most nostalgic feelings ever. Like I remember yeah. just going to Blockbuster, buying NCAA Football 11, yeah. and just playing it See, for like a fucking yeah. Week renting straight. those games was the shit. They, the best. they always had like at least at my movie stores, they always had like the laminated piece of paper with the title, and then there'd be copies behind it, yeah. and you'd like frantically pull back that title, and, and there was a there copy, was and you're like, oh, it's a... yes. but then if it was yes. gone, you're like, I want to die. Well, <laughs> and the best thing too, about, especially when you were a kid, is like you're going to check out, and then of course when you're checking out, they have all the snacks there, so you're just mm-hmm. like, you're, mom and dad, let's get this, yeah. let's get that. Yeah. You know, all the snacks but then there's also the downside of like putting it in the xbox and it's scratched and mm-hmm. you're like motherfucker yeah well it's our only copy you can bring it back and get a refund no i want to play the fucking game <laughs> damn the, it you get the guy who's like does it does not need Stunner. to be yelled at getting paid ten dollars an hour smoking bra his break he's like i could run it through the disc cleaner if you no, want me yeah. to do it that's gonna make it worse. okay my my, it's like, my it's, shirt. it's like just don't just don't do it we'll just yeah We'll just move forward. But uh, all right. Move on. Journalist Jake, what do you got for your bit? I got the Bachelor Boy bit. This is in the same universe as the Party Boy bit. But it's not actually a part of the jackass, uh, you know, world of things, but I'm going to include it in that. And this is this is the Bachelor Boy bit isn't necessarily you are the Bachelor. So I was at like a Bachelor party like all day Saturday. The Bachelor had a hat called Bachelor Boy. I thought it was hilarious. And <laughs> it's still when you throw boy in a title for a man, it sounds like a porn thing. Yeah. It, it's remember, it's hilarious. Remember the cart boy, cart boy, remember and then golfing? pool it's boy. Like, yeah, she's got the the old woman's got the driver. Excuse me, sir, I'm looking for something a little bigger than this. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you are. Oh yeah. Yeah, I got a nine inch shaft. <laughs> I got a big driver. Oh yeah. Anyway, sorry. I no, just, the fact that you threw boy in the title, oh, no. I had to bring that bit up. It's hilarious, and it's like so. I think there was one point during the night where. Someone like dared me to like just put on the hat and just walk, be be quote unquote the bachelor, and I'm a fucking idiot, you know. I'm not actually getting married, so when you have that, don't have that, you know, string. Or I'm single for all that matters. I'm not even married or anything. Not getting married, and I have the hat on, and I'm like a bachelor doing the shit I'm probably doing, just running around getting crazy drunk more than the you know a typical bachelor should be a little more responsible maybe but i like i remember went up to these like girls i'm like hey i'm the bachelor tonight my wife said that I, or my fiance said i could do whatever i want <laughs> she said i could have a hall pass and, and no and they're like oh so she's giving you a hall pass i'm like yeah and then, but then just going nuts and getting drunk and singing karaoke brutally and you know it's, it's cutting regular were, were, were you also famously as you've done in your past were you talking to beautiful women at the bar about Kirk Cousins cap hit in the 2022 season yeah 100% uh, I think uh, no well, I it's not Kirk even Cousins. Kirk's fault because the Vikings pushed it back a year yeah, dude, I'm surprised. I did, I surprisingly did not bring up Kirk Cousins. <laughs> That's kind of lame. I mean, you. congrats. I think. Or no, no, no. Wait, I did. Oh, <laughs> oh no, 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 no. No, someone else brought it up. Okay. So we're in we're in our we're in our booth, and there's this girl I was talking to, and someone I, I'm not going to say their name because I don't know if they want to be on the podcast, but they tapped me on the shoulder. Yo, this girl likes Kirk Cousins, or she knows Kirk Cousins, or something like that. I'm like, you know Kirk Cousins? And I just remember I was like freaking out, like I was a ki- stupid kid. You know, Jake, he follows us on Twitter. You know him as well. I, I, I do, you I do know you don't him. Need to act like that. I, I, yeah, no, I, I, uh, you know, I, I know Kirk Cousins. Yes. It's a lot calmer than that. But we can just, hey, I mean, there may or may not have been DM conversations that have taken place. That's all we can say. may or may oh, not may have allegedly have been uh, allegedly a connection been to Kirk Cousins sent to and from Kirk to and from a verified account that may be Kirk or not. Potentially, potentially, maybe. Jake, that might be the most ass backwards way I've ever heard of. 
someone hitting on a girl. Instead of like, hey, I'm single, it's whatever. Be like, hey, I'm getting married, but we can still fuck. Because girls want what they can't have. <laughs> yeah, so true. if they can have what they can't have for one night, true. they might want that. But it was more so the joke. Like, I told them eventually. Like I kind of felt bad. I'm like, I'm not. Because yeah, you don't want to get blamed for the adultery. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm not actually the bachelor, but they thought it was hilarious. And yeah, you got to think was, some girls, some girls get turned on by being the homewrecker, don't you think? Hey, there's a lid for every. Pot. I be, think so. It's got to be some lid for every pot. There's got to be a kink there. Lid for every pot. There's got to be some sort of fetish or yeah, wear, kink. You could be like Jack Johansson, our blogger, and wear the promise ring. Well, I was just, I was we're, just, we're like, when yeah. you get married, like, it's a promise ring. We're like, huh? What are you twelve, bro? Jack Johansson, yeah, I, catching strays. I, I got one of those in <laughs> high school, but I was like seventeen. Okay, this kid is Same. this kid's in his twenties here. Okay, like that's not when you get promise rings. <laughs> Jack, J- Jack listens every week, and we're gonna get a text about this. The promise oh, ring yeah. thing was funny, but. No, I'm kidding. He's gonna laugh. Dude, at my like, favorite. I think it's stupid. We had a uh, we had Jack on the radio show the other day, and you know we don't normally call him by his nickname that much. So Jake, literally Jake and I just kept referring to him as Jack Johansson on the air, and you could tell he was getting comfortable that we kept using his full name. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm like Jack Johansson. I mean Josie. Oh, we just outed you, and then we just kept using his like full name. <laughs> the rest of the it was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Whatever, oh, but at this point, fun. I mean, Cam has admitted that he spent nine hundred at a strip club. He has no fear. Fuck yeah, let's do it again. Can we say your I mean, full I'm name? Just kidding. Let's not. It's all about care. everyone is a oh. brand. This is how you brand yourself. Cameron the bachelor sample. Boy. I'm the bachelor. All right, right now. Uh, my bit is the bench bit. So for those of you who watched the Coach K final game, <laughs> uh, this whole thing was funny from the start. Kansas and Texas game went overtime, <laughs> so Coach K's famous walkout was not even on national TV. And then after they get absolutely worked by UNC, like Jerry Seinfeld was like, what the fuck was Jerry Seinfeld doing there? He was a Duke graduate. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. I I Googled it specifically because I literally thought he was. I bet there was over a million people who Googled that on Saturday. And he graduated from like Brooklyn College or something, which is. So it's like, what the fuck is he doing there? He's there with Adam Silver. Did Adam Silver graduate from Duke? No, but probably not. I mean, yeah, that one makes a little more sense. Is this an NBA game? No, Cam. Oh my God. But anyways, <laughs> but going back to the original bit, so there, there's a post game thing. He does the hilarious, completely uncomfortable moment where he like yells at his crying students dressed as farm animals to stay quiet <laughs> because the game was unacceptable. It's like, okay, can you drop the coach thing for like five seconds? Like you got plenty of time left. Like you don't need to apologize to anybody in here. I mean, from like. I, I kind of understood it, though, because they were actually, like, trying to cheer him on. So they were upset. I mean, it's his last time right, in the right. building. They were, they were, like, he, I mean, I get it. Like, he's not in any mood. Like, he did just lose a game that put his bitter rival, basically made them secure a tournament berth. And he also just lost, lost his last game at Cameron Indoor, which is crazy. So I kind of get where he was coming from. But it was also just, like, the most awkward situation I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jerry. so Jerry Seinfeld's children attend Duke University. Oh, Adam Silver okay. is on the board at Duke ah. University. Of course okay. he's on the board. So a little further research proves that. All right, that's why Jerry was there. It was still, I still guarantee everyone else Googled it. But uh, anyway, so the game happens. You have the uncomfortable moment where Coach K yells at everybody. But then you have, I think it was the president of the school. It was, it was somebody, president of athletics maybe it was, who was like, all right, Coach K, you've basically built this program from nothing. You've put Duke on the map. List off his entire impressive resume. Greatest college coach of all time, right? And in your honor, we're going to give you, dun, 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 <laughs> a bench. <laughs> they gate this guy. Let's just go over what this guy's done. He's all the different titles, all the a- ACC champ, or, right? Is that the? Yeah. Yeah, ACC. I don't know. I had a brain fart there. But ACC championships, all the final fours, the national championships, everything he's done, he's put that school on the map. If it weren't for him or Daniel Jones, you wouldn't know what the fuck Duke is. Maybe mm. it's an animal. Maybe it's a place. Name Everyone of your knows, dog. It's a title. Back in the uh, 
whatever era back, you know, the Duke Bishop, whatever. Otherwise, or G.I. Joe Duke. Without, without, Duke. without Coach K, no one knows who that place is. They probably mm. wouldn't be as well-known either because they make all this money from all these bandwagon fans from every college campus who want to buy Duke merchandise. All the money he's made for that school, all the recognition. And they're like, yeah, we're going to give you a piece of wood that drunk people are going to sleep on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were like, yeah, we're going to put this in the spot where a lot of your players met you for the first time. It's like, cool, there's going to be a homeless guy on that bench mm-hmm. in 10 minutes. I think he eventually has got to get like a statue. A statue. Like, they now, have to. Yeah, you know, he has yeah. to be retired for a few years. That's normally right. how that bit works. But, but yeah. Donnie and I did talk about this. Now, when someone puts up a statue, it just it's a magnet for cancel culture. Like People are going to find something racist he did. In, like, Look at his tweets. And then they're going to have to take it down. And when statues get taken down, it's not pretty. So maybe they're just going to avoid that whole phase and not... True. So, gosh, I was. Uh, there was it a... was just like kind of a. I don't know. Like, I, I'm the only person who really thought it was like a really. And it, it, it is what it is. Like, it, it was a cool bench. I get the purpose behind it, but it's just like really the the bench thing was super weird. The whole night was weird as hell. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the fact that Duke lost it through the through the whole night off. It did. But it, it did. like there was two weird things at the end of the game. So first, when they went through the handshake line, I don't know if you guys saw this, maybe not, but they. A couple of the assistant coaches just walked past yeah. Hubert Davis, the coach of North Carolina. There's like no handshakes. And apparently it was because North Carolina didn't do a tribute to Coach K yeah. back in Chapel Hill like in February. which Because I mean, he's been doing this victory or this victory right. lap. Which like, I mean, is, like, I don't really blame him. Like, that's your bitter rival. Like, you don't really. It's like, it's a respect thing, yeah. I suppose. And then, second, as Coach K is like addressing the crowd. The whole team is sitting on the bench as if they just got knocked out of the like NCAA tournament, just like grieving. Like yeah. get them out of there. Distraught. <laughs> like, it was weird. It's almost like making your kids sit there while you fight with like the kid's mother about how they're yeah. gonna screw up. It, it was, is. It was it's awkward. like you're gonna listen to this. This is your fault. <laughs> yeah, that was just a whole weird thing. And meanwhile, Coach K being you know kind of a, a centered, he, he he's a very self centered guy. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's denying that. But the most self centered guy, LeBron James, decides to steal the show from Coach K. You know, I'm surprised. I feel like LeBron would have been at that game if he could have among Jerry Seinfeld and uh, and uh, Adam Silver if he could have. But yeah, he's probably a fan of Duke, but like he's a fan of every team. So yeah. Well, and they were, I've heard it on a few podcasts where they were like, LeBron was saying that Coach K was his favorite coach of all time. It's like, he wasn't your coach. You hung out with him for like a few mm-hmm. weeks in the summer. <laughs> They're all taking advantage of the glory of this. Oh, it's this coach's last game. I'm going to swoop in here. I love Coach K. I've known him a long yeah, time. Yeah, this guy's won gold medals. And it's like, here's a bench. Anyone, yeah. anyone could build this in high school shop class, but you deserve this, Coach K. Like, you know, we don't have the budget to, for a statue. Is it the Mike Krzyzewski bench? Despite the fact that we've sold over a million... Uh, like just plain Duke, uh, like jerseys to mm-hmm. just frat kids all over the country. Like, here's a bench. So I don't know. It's just it threw me off. Like I was waiting for the statue to be unveiled, but it never happened. I mean, isn't it well known that like Coach K is like an asshole? Oh yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. That's so why maybe, maybe he that's just why deserves a bench. Oh, he definitely deserves the bench. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If I ever get really drunk at the Duke campus, I'm gonna pass out on that bench. Yes, I'm gonna puke <laughs> on that just bench. Just out of respect for Coach K. And yes. His legacy. Yeah. So apparently, if it's a bench, if it's a bench on a college campus like that, just that's what it's meant. That's how you honor him: is you get mm-hmm. drunk, you puke on the bench, yeah, or piss on it. Yeah, if you're if you're a North Carolina fan, yes, yeah. or if you're a North Carolina assistant coach, maybe you piss and puke on the bench. Yeah, why not? All right, let's get into our interview with Ryan Carter after a quick break. Everybody, boss man here outside of the uh, the 10K house. Uh, I'm gonna explain to you why our driveway is the way it is. So the reason it's unplowed. On this steep hill. You know how in castles they put like moats 
around it so that people can't literally just berate their way into the castle. Well, that's the same methodology we use. It's not because we don't want to buy a snowblower. Basically, you need trucks like us to get up the hill. You know, you got to take a running start at four-wheel drive. It's, it's quite the process. They can walk up the safe passage path all the way to the sidewalk, which leads to the front door. Or they could just fucking give up and turn their tank around because this house is like Fort Knox. With that driveway, nothing's coming in. All right, welcome back to It's a Bit, folks. Joined by a special recurring guest. We have former NHL pro hockey player, color analyst for the Minnesota Wild and Valley Sports, content contributor for Wild.com, as well as the host of Stanley on 7th Podcast, Ryan Carter. Ryan, how's it going? I'm glad we we, uh, we had some technical issues. Again, the second year in a row we've had you on, but this time it was only 20 minutes. You just like to spend as much time with me as possible, and you right. throw in these couple of you know tech issues just to keep me around a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, I appreciate the effort, guys. No, it's all on purpose. This is all a ruse. We're actually technical geniuses. So right, yeah, we we'd never make a mistake. <laughs> no, never, never That's what in a million years. That's what I figured. Never. We're, we're good guys. Yeah. yeah. So, Ryan, the last time you were on, you had the mullet, and you said you were going to cut it right after the state hockey tournament. We advised you not to, and it seems like you listened to us. So how much did we kind of convince you to keep that mullet? Yeah. Well, it was it was a little bit you and a lot of it my wife. Um, <laughs> okay. My wife, it turns, it turns out she likes it a little bit. Uh, and every time I go, <laughs> every time I go to get a cut, um, she seems to treat me special, uh, as to maybe say that's a bad idea. So, uh, it's hung around a little bit longer than I thought it would for sure. But, um, I think it, it is nearing it's, uh, the end of its life cycle. Well, if the wife wants it, you got to keep it. I think that's, that's right. Exactly. It's, it's been like 10, 11 years. Oh man, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Correct me if I'm wrong, but did you roll out your first color game this year with like dual exhaust? <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I did have the, I think I remember that. And, uh, I think I had steps early on too, so I was really going for it early. But um, yeah, so the steps have, have grown back in, and they haven't made a you know a comeback yet. Can you kind of give what makes a great mullet? Yeah, what, what, what goes the, what into the qualities? that? Well, good mullet. Um, what I like about it, back has to catch you. You know, if you're if you're kind of from behind it's kind of got to catch a little wavy there's got to be some movement back there right um and then up front i think clean tight so i like to go with the number two razor on the side okay Keep it tight and, <laughs> got the numbers yeah. absolutely yeah. No, yeah number two on the side keep it tight up top let the back go actually it's really hard for most of the stylists i've gone to to just leave the back alone it's like they can't help themselves it's like a you know, a blank canvas to an artist. Like they just have to jump on there or something. They just overcut it. And it's like, no, I told you, leave it. I yeah. mean it, leave I, it. I feel like at this point you would need to go back to the same person because it's such a crap to, to perfectly trim it the way you want. Have you been going back to the well, same that, person or have you been switching it up? No, that's exactly it. I've been going to different people trying to find the person. Oh, that just, okay. Like, so you're in search and find of the, the right person. one. It's like the bachelor from mullet right. cuts. Yeah. You should do a, you could do a whole bit on this mm -hmm. where you like rate each yeah. mullet cut mm -hmm. and like give it a review. That could be, a, that could be a bit. Mm -hmm. Rate my mullet yeah, com. No doubt. So we had an off day in Colorado and I walk around and on my phone, Yelp, there's a barber shop and you, you think you could trust a barber to cut a, a mullet better than like the salon. Right. So yeah. I'm like, this place is going to be awesome. I go, I sit down and tell him what I want. I'm facing the mirror. He flips me all the way around the other way. And it's a dude too. So I was excited about that. And he, he starts cutting and then he spent a lot of time in the back. He's like, oh, it's just a little heavy back here. I'm thinning it out. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I came out, I was basically neutered. The back was oh, almost that's a crime. <laughs> yes. oh. It was so it was so sad. He's like, and his, I think he saw my face. He goes, he goes, are you are you okay with it? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, like, you can't say no. How does <laughs> it look? Fight, it looks like back shit. Tears as you're pulling out your credit card. <laughs> yeah. Here's a tip. Oh, I know. Grand reveal, like shows me back to the mirrors, and it was awful. I was like, oh no, what did you do? Uh, but. So ever since then, I've been on a quest to find the right mullet cut, and it's it is harder than you think. Could have been like a dramatic moment where he hands you the mirror, and you, like mm. you drop it, and the glass like shatters in <laughs> slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> dun 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 dun. Yeah, Play our uh, our producer Cam actually has a mullet. We want you to rate it. So Cam, if you want to come on camera here, oh, yeah, <laughs> he's got the mullet going. Mullet man, Dwayne Shinsis. He also watches NASCAR too, so please keep that in mind. He gets yes. some points for stuff. Well, yes, and he's wearing a softball. Just stand get, stand right in front of the TV. Yeah, you got you got to really get like close. Yeah, you go around. Yeah. You got to go around. Yes. Knowing our luck, you'll hit you'll unplug yeah. something here, and then we'll be done yep. again. We'll, we'll have them spin around and stuff here too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> that is good. I I love it. It's fast too. But I do think you have a, a critical piece. Like the hair in front needs to like flow back. You know. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. To, yeah. Needs to be like aerodynamic. Yeah. Like that. He likes. Yeah. He yeah. likes the flow on top as well. Yes. <laughs> It needs to. It almost needs to go back, though, rather than rather than the, part. It, it right? needs to have its of life of its own. Cam, you got to be the hair. It was a bad hair day, but I do have a mullet touch-up appointment tomorrow. Okay. Ryan, Ryan, I got you on a good mullet barber if you need one. <laughs> yeah, he's got a mullet contact. I, he's got a mullet guy. I like that. I like that. Uh, dude, can they color hair? I feel like you should put some red stripes in there. Like just oh, some, dude, hell yeah. some, <laughs> some flames in there. At America. that point, Cam, you should just move to Daytona Beach or well, something. And here's the thing. It's before <laughs> Vegas. Let's get some red stripes in there before yeah, Vegas. You'll, you'll, yeah, s- you'll fit right in. My mullet looks like Jeff Gordon's NASCAR. Let's go. Dude, yeah. I feel like this would be a drunken idea, but I'm going to probably get a haircut here on like Friday the, before Vegas. My hair is just getting too long. What if I go mullet? Do it. You could. It's possible. You have. I don't know if I want to do back. it though. I don't know. It's. I don't know. I don't know how it'd look in that. It would be really the nice thing, weird. For me, what a mullet is you can recover quickly. You just cut the rest off after, right? Yeah. So it's it's like a, it's like going from a full beard to a mustache. Like you can test it. You know, you don't like the muzzy, then you just knock it off after. I the feel muzzy. like the mullet's the same. You can you can test it, and then if it's no good, you just say, "All right, finish it." Finish it off. <laughs> I I feel like I would just have to go with it, even if I don't like it i think it, i gotta go to vegas with it if i do it if See, i end up going for it it's funny you mentioned that with like facial hair because every time my beard grows really long and i want to trim it i always do a handlebar and i leave it for like <laughs> leave it for like two days until i can't take myself seriously anymore you know do a few bits even the last time i did it i forgot i had a dentist appointment i forgot i had it on <laughs> and i went into the dentist and did he pulled i think he Filled like four cavities or something, which is probably fitting for a guy with a handlebar mustache. <laughs> but I didn't realize till after I left that he had done that entire operation with me having a handlebar. I'm like, how did this not guy not just start laughing out loud at multiple points? I don't think I'd be able to make it through a procedure as a dentist to a guy with a handlebar who looks like me, not like a mm. biker. Or like it's it's me, you know. Like so, I well, always I, yeah. I, I can totally relate because I got called into the principal's office for my daughter and it's a serious conversation <laughs> and here, here, here I am with a mullet right all flared out and uh, you, you can see he's like staring at you like strong eye contact but it's almost at the same time like you walk out and you're like man I just had that serious meeting with a mullet like how did that <laughs> person take me <laughs> like, oh, this, this is, is like this isn't good yeah this is your father 
Yes, I'm. Uh, I'm here to speak about my daughter's very serious uh, issues going on at the school. How's it going? <laughs> then, yeah. I'm, like, I'm gonna go home, put an entire pot of coffee on, smoke a few cigarettes, and then give her a very serious life lesson. And you're wearing the mullet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I walk in the door, and he's instantly like, "Okay, it all makes sense." <laughs> oh, okay, I see what's going on. Don't you roll here. up here in your '76 Silverado that's rusted out? <laughs> I I think like in the way the Ryan way you speak about the mullet though the mullet and like you have like the analysis down. I think the high school state hockey tournament. Uh, with their broadcast, should have a hockey hair analyst right. on 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 the at the beginning of the game specifically when the players skate up to breaking the camera, down. breaking down the hairstyle. Like that'd be insane. Or you had like it on channel forty five plus, and you had like a, a hairstyle broadcast or something like the Manning cast. Right. But it's the Ryan Carter cast, and you're analyzing all the hairstyles. We already have you. We have our own producer, so you already got a producer. Yeah. everyone in the booth needs a mullet. That's the required rule. Yes. It's the, That'd be unbelievable. The so mullet cast. First day of the state tourney, everybody skates up and it's just check out what they're bringing. There we go. <laughs> Analyzing it. it. Scale 1 to 10. That's it. Just be like, we're not going to talk about hockey. We're going to talk strictly about hair on this broadcast. <laughs> and in, you like, so, yeah. What's so great about the state tournament is that's what the kids care about. Like, how much time? Biggest game of their lives coming up in about seven minutes, but they spent so much time getting the hair fluffed up, everything dialed, you know, the wink. The, no, that's the best part is they just get so jacked up for that. How far before the game do you start, like, styling that hair? Like, what do you think is the right amount of time so it looks perfect when you're out on the ice? Well, that's another thing. Like, they don't have the supplies there. Like, NHL locker room, you have the hair dryer and, and the showers <laughs> yeah. and everything. So, <laughs> some of the kids must start, and I don't know if, if someone in the city's bust to the game or how it works, but some of them have to probably start setting it up like at home hours before yeah. and then can't touch anything until they go out. It's right? like fucking prom. <laughs> yeah, straight it's up. like yeah. prom round one. Oh my God. <laughs> Ryan, what the, what the fuck is going on with the Minnesota Wild right now? Can you tell us? Yeah. I mean, why, I think yeah. they're, we're, they're two and eight in the last we're, 10. Yeah, no transition. We're getting right into that. Yep. We couldn't Sorry. any longer. Yeah, I, I wish I could tell you. What I'll say is it seems like, doesn't it seem like so many parts of the game have gone at the same time. Like you're usually like not firing on all cylinders where everything's going, but you've got a spot that is struggling a little bit here and there. The problem is, is they've got so many things piling up right now in terms of not going well, right? Like the power play has been no good. The penalty kill is obviously like awful. Goaltenders seem to be without confidence The they, they like Polino Greenway, they're big boys. The, the physical guys are, are hurt now the lineup, so now it seems like they're getting out-hit, out-played. You know, it's just you add all that up, and they just can't find an answer right now. But um, on any given night, it's one of those things that, you know, does them in. But it's not, like, consistently like, okay, let's fix the penalty kill because then the next night it's something different. Yeah. So uh, they're just they're just reeling right now, and I, I think they need to have a moment. You know, I was thinking about this. Like, how do you get out of these sometimes? Because I think they've tried a lot of things, right? Like, Dean came out and was he was hard on him. He's he's pat him on the back. He's tried to massage the goaltenders in that situation and how that's going. At some point, you need to just say, "All right, guys, uh, it's the night before the game. Uh, green light. I want you to go out and just get hammered together. Yeah, try that. All the play. I want you to all play hungover the next day. Loosen uh, up and just try to have fun. Heater, yeah, he used fun. to play hungover play all the time, and he scored fifty goals in two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. So exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Try it out. 
Also, I don't know if you watched the uh, the TNT broadcast yesterday, but there was a point oh. where Bill Guerin was in the booth while we were losing 4-1, and I was waiting for him to just pull a Coach K and just be like, everyone be quiet. The game today has been unacceptable. I was waiting for him to just say that on national TV. <laughs> Would have been too perfect. He to... was surprisingly upbeat. He was very positive. Yeah. But I feel like deep down he was like, I'm fucking pissed. I am dead inside. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I heard a snippet of it. I didn't watch that that whole section of it, but. He did sound like good and happy, right? And despite the fact and despite the game, the clip I saw was like a two on one that they gave up against. It was like a bad play. And he totally took it in stride. I don't know if he was watching the actual play that was going on while he was talking about it, but no, I was impressed too with like with his demeanor. It was there was like zero panic, nothing in his voice. You know, it seemed like this horrible streak started right when Victor Rask got sent down. Yeah, so maybe <laughs> is, is Victor Rask the guy? I mean, what's going on? He's here? the savior. Dude, that's what we, actually that's funny we were joking about a couple of those things today the the wild send victor rask to iowa rem pitlicks he gets claimed on waivers and the next thing you know the team can't figure it out right like yeah. finding the reasons same with the hamburglar they, mm-hmm. they trade the hamburglar yeah. and all of a sudden the goaltender starts to struggle a little bit right this <laughs> so is going like, to be a 30 for 30 in like five they, ten years they need to uh they need to bring back victor rask and when they give him the call uh, they need to say like that famous quote that you say, like if you broke up with someone, you regret it. Like sometimes it takes people being apart to realize how much they need each other. They need <laughs> to say something like that. Yeah. Like, can you please come back and just sit on the bench to help us win? <laughs> I don't see how that works, but sure. Well, and talk about hockey hair too. Victor Rask has some great hair. Yeah, we lost a serious hair candidate when we lost Victor Rask. So, so my my only gripe with Victor Rask's hair is it seems like it's um, like it's it's a little greasy, like maybe yeah. he needs to, you know, like I don't know the product he's using, but it, it needs to be like a little fluffier, yes, it, like yeah. for how long it is, right? So, but uh, he, he certainly wasn't afraid to bring the length, that's for sure. Well, it's even crazy you go to like talking about the wild, all the problems they have stacking up. It seems like I don't even know what's going on at practice. I think you took a picture today of practice and they were just working on face offs, like, like the whole team, right? Like mm-hmm. back to the basics kind of thing. Yeah, it, it was almost like. You ever well? You ever do the drill where everybody's around the circle and like two guys go in the middle and you have to like push each other out? It's like a yes. battle drill, kind of, you yep. know, gladiator style. That's what it was for faceoffs. It was like half the team on one side, half the team on the other, black versus white, faceoffs until the puck leaves. Whoever wins at the end, or I should say, whoever loses, skate. So I'd never seen anything like it, but but I think it illustrates a couple of things, right? Like that faceoffs do matter. They've struggled at them. Um, it, it could help the penalty kill a lot too. Like it's, it's a spot where, Hey, we start getting a little bit more possession. We're not chasing the game all the time. We're not chasing these kills. Well, we can kill a couple extra seconds off. seems to be that second unit on the penalty kill that's getting scored on. So the first unit's kind of doing their job. Second unit's coming out and they're getting beat. So if we can get that first unit off the ice sooner, fresh, we can maybe roll it faster. So trying to change a couple of things in that sense, but at the same time, Faceoffs, I feel like are something that you can practice and get better at. Like you're not, you can't. It's hard to practice scoring and offense and just think it's going to click all of a sudden, right? But when it comes to faceoffs, it's like battle and strategy. Like you can get it down, and you know. So uh, good for them, I think, for trying to highlight something they can fix real quick with some structure and some strategy, and see if that doesn't spark them. Did, did you know who won or no? Uh, I don't know who. I I couldn't track the game fully. Uh, I think it was the white team that won, but it was like the centers were taking draws, the wings were taking draws, the linesman was going on both sides. 
So they were trying everything, no excuses, but there was quite a few pucks dropped. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, speaking of face-offs, I think the na- uh, uh, rumor is swirling around or that they should pick up like a center, you know, going forward. I mean, what what moves? I, they were alluding to it like on TNT. They're like trying to tear into Bill Guerin to be like, hey, so are we going to do anything at the trade deadline? Like he's going to say something on national TV of yeah. what he's, what he's going to do. He literally made a joke about that. He goes, oh, yeah, let me just show you my journal. Yeah, let me show you my out. journal. Yeah, but no. <laughs> Ask that. But I mean, what what do you, what do you think if you're in the mind of Bill Guerin? What do you think he's he's going to do at the come the trade deadline? Yeah, good question. I mean, I think that like fundamentally, he's not going to give up future assets to try to chase it right now. Um, I think the fact that the team has struggled a little bit in and of themselves, like right now, but it's the exact same group that was great early on in this season, maybe makes him think like, all right, well. You know, I'm not going to leverage the future, so I'm just going to bet on the guys in the room right now that they absolutely figure it out and we can win a round or two. I think he's beyond the spot where he's going to be like, all right, let's go grab let's go grab three pieces. Let's get a goalie, a big D-man, and a centerman and, and try to chase it this year, right? And I'm, I'm willing to give whatever anybody wants for the best out there. I think they're, they're past that, right? Yeah. Now, if there's, if there's a, a cheap deal to be had like in the 11th hour of the deadline, for a D-man that they like that nobody picked up where you can throw a seventh-round pick at the, at the club, and it's better than nothing. I think he'd do something like that for sure. Um, I think center up front, I, I don't know that you need to go get like a number one, two centerman that much. Like the wings drive both those lines. And you got to remember that there's only one puck out there, right? And you look at both those top two lines, it's, it's driven by the wings. So you put a third piece in there that really wants the puck, that, that might change it a little. I don't know that that's necessarily a bad thing. Maybe that, you know, then they have to put him on the third line. Where does that go? So I don't know how they'd think about that. I think they could legitimately look for a centerman that can just play third or fourth line wing, fourth line center, right-handed guy that can snap them back if they need to, right? So I don't know what that would cost either, but my guess is it's going to be low-budget guys that can fill a specific role. That's big, strong D-man shut down. I mean, I look at the wild decor that they were real good during the regular or during the first half of the season, all six jumping up in the play. Right. And you'd see Kulikov, you'd see Merrill. They're all cashing in fourth, fifth guy in on the rush and they were scoring. Right. Now, all of a sudden they're giving up four or five a night. It's not the D's fault, but they're starting to sit back a little bit. So they're not up in the play. They're not as encouraged to get up there. They're kind of playing a little safe, which I think is natural when you start giving up a bunch. You say, all right, I'm not I'm not going to take the risk here. I'm going to sit back. But at the same time, that's not what made them good. So if, if they're going to sit back and play a little bit more D, a little bit more structured in that sense, maybe they do need like a big body out front that's going to cross-check somebody's teeth on the penalty kill. And, you know, there's, there's certain facets that uh, I think a big body can help back there. But um, I think it's 11th hour deadline role guys not not big splash top two line kind of guys so you're telling me the wild aren't going to go out of their way and give up a, a first or second round draft pick for their next ryan white mart hansel or david jones <laughs> they're not going to do that I mean, or let's start the jack eichel stuff again that was <laughs> no. fun this summer. let's go let's after jack again. eichel yeah. yeah let's start the rumors back up let's keep it going no yeah <laughs> I, I mean you just look at the future too they're they're tight on money what are they going to do yeah. it just you know, I will. You look at it though. This is the year where it seems that the money's open and it's free to try to take a run at it. But that's obviously what he's weighing, right? Like, what's the cost? I don't want to cost myself 
three years down the road with picks and prospects that would be mature then to chase it right now. I think that's where it's just like you sit back and say, all right, this club was super good early in the year. Let me just bet on these guys in the room right now. Well, yeah, I think a lot of the fans that want to trade everything and be drastic forget that this team has proven they can win. They just need to figure out how to get back there. Well, you know, we're, mm-hmm. min- we're fans of Minnesota sports. Literally, all Twitter, all social media is toxic AF. Like, it's nothing right now but, like, trade everyone for the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, <laughs> trade everyone. Week later, they'll start winning games, maybe, knock on wood. And uh, then we'll be back to, oh, yeah, this team's going to be a Stanley Cup winner that's going to be them in Toronto or whatever. And and then a week later, and that's trade everybody, trade Talbot and Kakinen and all the assets. And just it's just back and forth. It's insane. The way I look at it, in, and I look at it compared to last year's club, the I think Vegas, I think they won the President's Trophy, or maybe maybe Colorado took it in, in the mm-hmm. final game of the regular season. But mm-hmm. anyways, they were one of the top two teams in the NHL, Vegas was. Mm-hmm. The, an older, slower hockey club went into Vegas, and it took seven games to knock them out, right? Mm-hmm. Talbot was good. Everything was there. Now this team is better, younger, faster, more skilled. Right. And at the same time, people are like, let's blow this up. Well, it's the same group of dudes. Yeah, right. Yeah. It really is. So there's no there's no need no. to blow it up. Right. Like you just got to either be patient um, and, and count on them or bet on. Them. That's what I think should happen. But that, that's probably the best analogy I have for people that are like, let's just sell the farm. They don't have mm-hmm. it. It's like this club is better than last year. That took Vegas, the best team in the NHL, to seven games. Right. And it was a coin flip that last game. They got beat pretty handily. But. Uh, a save here and there or an early goal. That's the difference in the Wilder in the second round. Completely different story, right? So mm. um, same club, but yeah, I think you got a bet on them. Do you think Capri- uh, Kaprizov's game is built for the playoffs? I mean, just last game, he got just decked by a ref. So I just, I'm just i sitting here, I'm wondering, <laughs> do you think he's physical enough for playoff hockey? So I think, since we're talking about it, I think last year, the Vegas series, part of the reason they didn't win is because Kirill had some stuff to figure out where Vegas took like the middle, the interior of the ice away. He had to battle. So then he stuck on the perimeter. And at the same time, Vegas was kind of big and strong and they would win the battles on the perimeter. So if he wanted the puck, he physically had to go get it himself. Right. Mm -hmm. So now he's pulling pucks off the wall. And if he can't get them to somebody, that's it. Your forward check's done. Right. And Vegas would be going the other direction. So I think he's kind of learned how to, how to walk that line. And he's been better lately on, okay, yes, I'm strong enough to go in the corner, win these battles, pull the pucks out, but we, we're not that productive when I do that, right? So balancing that a little bit, and I think that his game is set up for playoff hockey. Like, he's big, he's strong on his skates. Well, he's not big, he's not, like, big in stature, but he doesn't get bumped off pucks easy, right? And he gets rid of it quick. One way to battle size is to move the puck quick. He does that, right? Like, he doesn't get bumped. He's, he's got a knack for seeing lanes before they're open. But absolutely, I think I've seen this year a maturation in him in understanding the style of game that the single game he's playing in, the complexion of it, and how he has to play in that game. And I think that comes from what he learned in the playoffs last year. So I think you'll see a different career in the playoffs. I also, like I've been, I'll be a little critical of him. The last couple of games, the while they're in a funk, right? But he's still been a stud. He's still yeah. producing, mm-hmm. right? And Dean Evanson's always been very complimentary to the fact that uh, he, he works so hard and, and he wants to win, which I think is evident. He does want to win. But he turns it up a notch, which the stars have like that extra gear, right? Where normal guys don't have that extra gear. Mm-hmm. 
he can turn it on while they're down two. And it's been that way the last couple of games. He turns it on third period. He goes and he's the best player on the ice. Can't get the puck away from him. He just needs to find a way to do that now. Like game one of the playoffs, not game seven, right? Yes, so you're yeah, playing right. the two goal lead instead of chasing two goals. So he's got that switch. Now it's just a matter of figuring out the right time to turn it on. Well, and going back to physicality, if someone lights him up, then Felino just kicks his ass, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the go. game plan. So. Yeah, we have that. We have now uh, that individual on the ice that can kick someone's ass if someone's trying to fuck with the team. Right. We have that now. Right. So and I then same some, with Greenwood. I took, I took some heat for this on Twitter too because uh, Calgary is a physical team, right? And they were maybe targeting Kirill a little bit, but none of the guys want to fight or like Kachuk's not going to fight. And there's different ways that you can engage that or combat that without fighting. So if they're given Kirill special attention, you as a agitator, tough guy, you can go give their their guys special attention, right? Mm-hmm. And then you go by the bench and say, hey, well, Johnny Gaudreau's on the bench. You say, hey, okay, Johnny, you're going to get it all night as long as this guy keeps doing this. He wants to stop. I'll leave you alone, Johnny. But just so your bench knows, that's the way it's going to go, right? And then everybody on that bench, including their coach, knows like what the plan is, right? And then maybe it turns into a, okay, who's tougher? And then it gets into a fight. But, and that's that's the way it goes sometimes. But if you don't, if you're not going to get the guy to engage you in a physical battle and squash it, sometimes you have to play a little dirty and, and go that route. I took a bunch of heat for saying that kind of or <laughs> insinuating it on one of the broadcasts, but um, it's it's still part of the game. It's still legal, and um, I, I think it matters. Well, it's 100 percent part of the game, and it's what's always been done, right? Like this has been going on forever in the NHL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some I think I think sometimes people don't fully understand why it's occurring, right? And and why fighting occurs, like fighting is it's kind of weird you know it's like why do you say he hits that guy clean i'm gonna go fight you yeah it's well it's just so that you know that it's gonna suck for you if you're gonna continue to hit that guy like that Mm -hmm. you're gonna have to fight me tonight i know you probably don't want to fight maybe you do if you do you're you're one of the weird crazy guys in the league right (laughs) that's the the wires are crossed but yeah um, (laughs) yeah a lot of people don't understand it but it's part of the game right It, it really is but it's awesome. It's part of the game because we get those fantastic like Superman punches from Marcus Foligno. Yeah, and you get to see crazy shit, and we get it autographed. Like, yeah, like we were able to. Yeah, it was got, got unbelievable image. Speaking of autograph, did you see the sign we had Bill Guerin sign that we made? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How'd you guys get him to send that thing? Uh, we're good buddies with the owner of Elite Inc. who does all the autographing and memorabilia auctioning. So. He was like, yeah, anything you guys want signed by anybody that comes in, like, just let me know. And someone had the – one of our guys had the genius idea of getting him to sign that. And it was hilarious. He took a picture of it and everything. It's just like a motivational poster. Yeah, it's, it's just, in the studio it's now. Great. It's, like, it's, like, it's like anytime you want to make an excuse, you look at Garen, who just says, fuck that. It's about fucking winning. Yeah. Like, Damn it. I got to win. I was yeah. going to say, that this uh, that poster is so much better than all of my other corporate motivational you know posters yeah. at work, yeah. right? Fuck that. It's about winning. That's that's what needs to be hung up in well, corporate offices. every corporate. I, yeah. I love how like growing up, too, like elementary schools, like you see – I just think now, like, if you had fun, you won. And I just see that coming up. Team, Fuck that. It, it, this is about fucking it's winning. Like teamwork. It's the two people's hands, like, mid high five. Dude, well, you could, like, idea video series. You could, like, show a still image of that and then have Bill Guerin come in on the video. Fuck that. This is about fucking and then, winning. Oh, well, and better yet, I don't know if you saw this one, but we also had Spurgeon sign his half of it where he said hard work and having fun. And he's, like, looking at Guerin with that smile. <laughs> we, had, we had Spurgeon sign that. He probably He's probably autographing hats and flags and jerseys, and that comes in. He's, like, kind of sick fuck. <laughs> that was one of the most embarrassing moments of my career. Did it go that viral? What? How did that get out? Yeah. 
that or it's you know they set up because sometimes when i do those autograph signings they have like posters just set up and you just sneak an extra one in there so he, he doesn't know what he's signing you know just yeah lets it rip lets it rip he pull it away pull it Double away take. and then, you know he signs it yeah oh, what wait, was what that I signed? <laughs> got a poster yeah. motivational poster Who, who's well, gonna put this in their home <laughs> <laughs> it's us yeah it is us it's all uh, kevin fiala he took a bunch of pictures modeling where he's essentially only wearing shoulder pads so we're, we're trying to have him sign that next yeah that's, yeah let's go up next well that, that'll be a good one uh that one yeah that one will be desired well and what we'll do is like uh like any females who come around the house who like aren't very knowledgeable about hockey, like oh who's this? Like that was me from my playing days. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, you know, just a few I, years I did, ago. I did, I did a shoot when I was in the minors, and mm-hmm. you know, I just this I was guy. in vogue. That <laughs> 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 so doesn't look like you at all. Yeah, it's not me. Yeah, I went down the hall. Uh, but kind of going so transitioning still along the the lines of the wild but you have a podcast um it's stanley on seventh is it actually your goal to do the podcast until the wild win a cup like are you gonna stop at that point okay that's what we've that's what we've discussed we're like well yeah because here's here's the premise of the podcast and it's actually good timing right now is i've looked at boston and some of these other towns that win and it's like what comes first, like the winning mentality or the fact that they won? And I'm not sure. But when it comes to Minnesota sports, fans are like afraid to fully invest. It's like a relationship. Like mm-hmm. they say, like, if I open myself up to you, I know I'm only going to get hurt. So, <laughs> exactly. so, they, so, so they don't fully it's open like a toxic up. toxic relationship. They just wait for the moment to say, see, I told you so. Yeah. I'm not invested in you guys. I've hated you. Always have. I knew that was going to happen, right? But in all honesty, having played – I think that you feel that energy, like that energy's in the building and you're at your own rank, right? And you know, you've got a one goal lead and everybody in there is just waiting for you to collapse so they can say, see, I told you so, right? right? Versus towns that win, man, it seems like they're just like, everybody's just like all in. Like there's a belief that they're coming back and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter that this, you know, one, two goals down, it doesn't matter, right? And it maybe takes special players or something different, but uh, I truly believe that if you can flip like the mentality of the fan base and to believe in the fact that like they're in every game and it's okay to invest in these clubs, that the energy around the club will fuel them, fuel them to the point where boom, it, it makes a difference on the ice. I so, wholeheartedly believe that. So obviously, when you won a Stanley Cup, the whole fan base you could feel that fan base behind you. Well, that team was actually, and uh, that team was different because. I think you put that team up against anybody that's ever won a Stanley Cup before, and that team might rinse them in five games. Yeah, uh, that that team was stacked. stacked like yep. a, yes, and and they played the right way. You know, they had Chris Pronger, Scott Niedermeyer. So on the on the ice, sixty minutes a game was a Hall of Fame D man in their prime, right? So that's like having Victor Hedman times two on the ice all the time. Yeah. Like doesn't like it just gives you a good chance to win, right? And then you got Team Mussolini and. Ryan, a young Ryan gets laugh. Yeah. Shut down line. So Sammy Paulson was the Erickson echo that day. Sammy Paulson was like a solid shutdown, strong, quiet Scandinavian guy. Um, but yeah, that team is great. But so a little different in that sense. But Anaheim, I will say the fans are somewhat hockey naive. They don't fully get it. So they're just there for a good time. So if you win, yeah, they're all in. Yeah. So, so kind of going back to the podcast in the event that the wild don't win a cup in your lifetime. Are you prepared to still podcast in the afterlife? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I might be podcasting to the same number of people in that sense. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but 
No, man. Um, the, the podcast stuff is fun and it, it's good to talk about. I don't know that we're really making a difference in terms of the sentiment of, of fans and people, but uh, I mean, you guys know it. it's, it's fun to take a different angle to sports, yeah. like the, yeah. the, the entertainment side of it and, and run with it a little bit, you know. Well, you've had some, uh, you know, kick-ass guests on there right right away. I think you had Boldy on right after he had his hat trick, and you're able to talk with him through that. Like that's no one else is getting that. No other podcast is getting that. Man, you're you're ahead of it. <laughs> yeah, those guys are they're uh, that it's a lot of fun to have the guest on there. Boldy specifically, I think, was nervous. He didn't want all the attention. I know he had his hat trick, but he's still like. 12 games in and he's like, uh, I don't want to talk much, but, um, no, it's, it's good uh, to be around those, those dudes in, in chat. No doubt. Well, and you make, you make awesome videos for wild.com specifically the one where, uh, you Kirill and Kulikov were eating borscht, right? Like American made borscht. <laughs> what, <laughs> what's it like just hanging out with those guys? Like limited. I know like Kulikov obviously probably speaks way better English, but like Kirill specifically <clears throat> just to hang out with him and like, his limited English. Is it, is it just like the funniest thing in the world? Well, it's kind of funny, but it's also nerve wracking because they're sitting there conversing in Russian back and forth. And, <laughs> yeah, and you're I, sitting I there. <laughs> I don't know if it's my anxiety or what, but I automatically think they're just chirping me hard. Right. <laughs> and so it's just like, I'm checking my hair, like, like my shirt, like, like my breath, like what's going on here? What are they talking about? And just no clue. So it's <laughs> super, super nervous, like reeling, like, what are they talking about? But, uh, no, they're they're both good dudes, and that's one thing that's weird about this skid that the Wild are on is this club likes to have fun. And they they legitimately do like the atmosphere around the rink is lighthearted. Um, they're good, like welcoming dudes. You know, it's not like they're going to box you out and say this is stupid, like get out of here. You know, like they have fun with it, right? Which is all you can ask for. So it's it's kind of hard to watch right now where it's just game face at practice yeah. the whole time. Like it seems like it seems like that's why it. It seems to me that the coach just needs to be like, hey, guys, go out, finish that bottle of tequila, and we'll see you tomorrow night. Let's see how we do. Have right? Fun, but, yeah. You betcha. Yeah. Well, what I love about that video, though, is is they kind of like, I feel like, lowered the anxiety a little bit when, when Kirill just said, oh, you betcha. And I'm like, he's oh, like, my he's gosh. Like he's giggling. He just loves it. He probably heard that once, and he's like, this is the funniest. This is my new catchphrase. Catchphrase of words I've ever heard in my life. You betcha. <laughs> So but, but the goal of the video, I, um, I kind of fed that to him. I was like, you ever hear somebody say, you betcha? And he's like, betcha? <laughs> <laughs> but the, my, my goal was for them to eat the borscht, the Russian food, and then we're going to have him try the Minnesota food. And then all of a sudden, he just naturally starts talking like a Minnesotan. So I wanted him to finish it up. Be like, yeah, you betcha. Don't you know what talk to you? Yeah. yeah. Right? He loved it. <laughs> he, he couldn't pull yeah, yeah, he 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 played along, uh, but it was it was uh, it was funny. Yeah, he. Uh, I think we should maybe get a poster like that. Maybe get that signed, just a, a screenshot from that video of him like laughing and just you betcha, yeah, you be betcha. Great. Or, or yeah. the, the golden light things iconic. That was too. gold. You almost have the Marshawn Lynch playoff spinoff. The press conference, like I'm just here so I don't get fined. Yeah. he's like I'm just here, you know, to drink my golden light. I'm here for the Mick Golden right. or something like that. Yeah. It's gold. Yeah, no pun intended. That one was fun too, because he w- he would not talk to the media, right? So mm-hmm. he wouldn't address them, and he wouldn't go out there, and he needed a uh, 
the translator so I, f- I felt that one was pretty funny too like i'm just here for the golden lights i'm just here for the golden light it but, went so viral uh, too i mean it was so it was such a great <laughs> idea yeah very iconic but the thing the, the thing is with him i think anything will go viral yeah like, yeah you probably you know you don't you don't need to set it up but well, yeah, yeah. Specifically, the funniest one was when he was at like the uh, NHL All Star game, and he skates over to the bench and takes off his jersey, and it's an Ovechkin jersey, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's cool!" And then they see him in another jersey, and it's like, "Oh, I'm kind of terrified now." <laughs> that could happen. Yeah, and then so, yeah, I-, I was just gonna say I had another idea to do with Kirill on that stuff. So you ever you ever see like on Instagram or TikTok like where people chase you, and and it's like, "Hey, I'd just like to talk to you about." Our Lord and Savior yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah, and like, like people are like dog. running, yeah. like running away. Yeah, that was like Kirill at the All Star game. Remember the guy was trying to interview him, <laughs> and he just so says, funny. "Screw." <laughs> so oh, and he started. Just, he started shooting right because it was like during the shootout away, thing. Yeah. yeah, he started skating. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah the guy was... wanted to interview, and he just skates away. So yeah. I wanted to do a bit like where we chase him at practice, like out onto the practice ice, and just ask him like a ton of different questions. You know, like, "Hey, Kirill, what do you think of the borscht?" And he just runs out. <laughs> he the just door, skates like, away. Just smiles and just. Yeah, you want some more tater tot hot dish? Just runs out there. <laughs> and then, like the, the camera's all like shaky because you're like running yeah. after him. Kirill, Kirill, TMC, or if he, or he does stop the, for the rare chance he does stop and turns, you betcha, yeah, and then goes back out on the ice. Betcha. Oh man, that'd be gold. Yeah, that'd be fun. But nah, man, that's it. That's the thing. That's what this club is like. They they enjoy more of that stuff than the serious. Like, let's go and do a face off mm-hmm. drill today. So. Um, hope they get out of it so we can have more fun like that well the fans love it too Mm -hmm. you know like you want to see these guys as people you know they're not they shouldn't be just robots who produce goals and points and hits like people want to see the personalities behind behind kind of the players that's why i think a lot of people appreciate the stuff that you make for the wild because you're you're kind of the one it's kind of your job to like peel that back and get these guys to talk about life uh there was even like the discussion i think uh, someone from the press asked uh greenway like, oh, yeah, Boldy's your roommate. Like, how uh, how's that been going? He's like, well, I might start charging him more because he gets, like, the the hat trick. Like, you know, it's just kind of that behind-the-scenes stuff that fans love to see. Yeah, no no question. And um, it, it's funny, too, because fans, and this is part of being a pro, like, they do want them to be robots and produce goals when they're supposed to, and they actually should. Like, that's your job. Yeah. But um, I do think people enjoy seeing the – the fun stuff that they do outside of it. Uh, we, we got another posted up coming up with Matt Dumba. That's pretty funny too. Mm-hmm. This one will be good, but he um, tells some good stories of the stuff that they do like away from the rink. So it's, uh, it's, it's cool to see them and have them open up and trust you a little bit to tell the stories, you know, so that they're not getting roasted by the fans when they're not scoring like yeah. robots. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Is it Ryan? Is it true? Cause you're born raised in Minnesota. Is it true that you're a Packer fan? Yeah, so uh, boy, this is going to stink. I think I'm starting to become a Packer. So I worked for the Packers, um, former employee. I was an usher there. And I, I don't know why. So I played in Green Bay, my junior hockey, and you either had to have a job or go to school. So uh, my job was to be an usher at Packer games. Unbelievable junior job because you only had to work the Sundays you were in town without a game. And that's mm-hmm. like during the football season. So it's like maybe six days of the year that you had to work. Right. So right. Uh, great job. But I was an usher at Lambeau. And I don't know, it, it, it like started then like Brett Favre and then the rivalry and the Packers seemed to win all the games. And, um, and yeah, so I don't know, man. I think I'm still on the fence, but uh, I was an Aaron Rodgers fan too. 
I think as soon as Aaron Rodgers is gone, I'll be back to a full-time Vikings fan. Okay, so if he gets traded now in the offseason, you're back on the Kirk Cousins go Skull Vikings train? Or? Yeah. Yeah, 100% I'm back on the Vikes train yeah. if Aaron Rodgers goes. There we go. But he also on the Kirk Cousins train. <laughs> That's important to have, yes. Kirk <laughs> Specifically Kirk Cousins. <laughs> the Man, the, the one thing I'll say about that, so the Wild are a perfect example of it too. Coaches and schemes, and now football is like way more intense and analytical than all these other sports, but you get like the right guy with the right coach that sets him up in the right situation, and it can make all the difference in the world, right? I don't know if Zimmer was the guy for Kirk Cousins. It, it certainly doesn't seem that way. Like there was no. always, yeah, there, there's <laughs> always an issue, right? And But if if this new coach, like I don't think you're going to go out and yeah. trade for a guy or draft a guy that's going to have a better skill set or be better to help the Vikings win today. So I think the bet on the new coach is, is probably the one that you want to make and hope that that relationship or his, the way that he can put Kirk Cousins in spots to have success probably gives the Vikings the best chance. So in that sense, like I think that Kirk Cousins has a real good shot at having a rebound here this year and being pretty darn good. Well, people like it's kind of like the wild, like wanting to jump ship. I know like it's been longer with the Vikings, like four years, but like they want to just jump ship. They still want to jump ship. They want to blow up the entire team. I'm like, this coach who obviously was very toxic is gone. We got a younger coach who just won a Super Bowl. He's coming in here. He's an offensive-minded guy. And why can't we at least get it? Get give him a shot with uh, with Kirk Cousins? I don't. I don't. Know. People are like, no, get get rid of him, trade him. It's like the with the Wild, like get rid of Talbot. I'm like, uh, well, we calm down for a second here. Like that's just not how it works. I mean, just let's see how. Let's be patient. Be patient. Minnesota fans don't have patience. Cool. I'm not a great quarterback analyst, but I would say that like Stafford and Cousins are kind of in the same tier. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you do the tiers and, mm-hmm. and they're kind of in the same tier, but Kirk Cousins is like a little less risky. Like Stafford almost cost them a couple times at the yes. picks, right? Yeah. So it's like this coach might know exactly how to handle Kirk Cousins, and it might be advantageous to do that Kirk is like a little bit more safe by nature or cautious by nature where they're not going to turn the ball over as much, but man, they're in the same tier. This guy's going to know what to do. Yeah. All in. They're both pocket QBs. Mm -hmm. You know, they're the same style of player. Yeah. In terms of the way they, I was going to say too, uh, an idea that the Vikings could take from the wild. If uh, the Vikings are getting killed in the fourth quarter, similarly to how Dean Evison pulls the goalie with eight minutes left, they could just pull Kirk with eight minutes left and Mm -hmm. see what happens. See if touchdowns start. Chilling up. Just put Delvin Cook in the backfield. And or maybe, wow. Something yeah, like maybe that. put Thielen at quarterback. Yeah, just, yeah. Just give it a shot. Maybe not have a quarterback. Yeah. I, what, what is your honest thought about that, about Dean pulling the goalie with like seven minutes left? It's like the, it's always the funniest screenshot. I think there's a Twitter account called like No Context Wild, and it's just the screenshot of the scoreboard, and it says empty net, mm-hmm. eight minutes left in the third. What, what's your honest opinion on that, on that play? I, I think, boy, good question. So the analytics, I believe, say that it makes sense to go ahead and try it. Why not, right? But the analytics, and and that's where, like, it's not a perfect marriage, analytics and the eye test and what's really going on. I think that for a while when they were scoring, it was great, and it made sense because there was, like, this magic that the the guys had, and they were scoring, and all of a sudden they'd go into overtime, they'd win these games, whatever it was, but it was working, right? Right. Now, all of a sudden, they've done it a couple of times, and guys are starting to eat minuses, and they're losing games. So, you know, boom, boom. You got your stars out there. 
things are stressful and they're just eating minuses left and right. And it's good that the coach isn't thrown in a towel. I think if they could look past that and say, Hey, coach still thinks we have a chance to win. This is good. But at the same time, I think there's like, like negative mentality around them just chasing it all the time and eating these minuses and then reflecting after the game, like, God, it sucks. Like I was minus four tonight, two of them were with the empty cage, pulled it with eight minutes left. You know, it was great when they were winning, but all that magic they got, let's just say it was eight, six on five goals. Now they've given up like 10 in the last four games or what, and that's not an accurate number, but a lot. Right. And it's not offsetting anymore. So now it's turning into mentally a negative drain. So it seems like maybe they'd be better off keeping the tendy in the net a little while and just saying, hey, guys, like, I'm not going to expose you. Or if they get one, this is what's hard, right? Like last game, they got one. Uh, so they, they go five on three. What do you do? It was five to three. We should probably pull the goalie again. Mm-hmm. So then they do it with two minutes left. But that's my point, too, is if, if you're going to pull them again with a two-goal lead at three minutes left, maybe that's when you should initially do it and, and figure it out. But. No, I, I think it's it's fun. It's exciting. I wouldn't do it. I'd probably wait till the three, four minute mark with a two goal deficit, just so the guys aren't like stressed. The the other point I'll make about that is the Wild have two six on five units, right? So for nine minutes they're rolling two lines. Yeah. So how long are you going to be able to roll two lines mm-hmm. without these guys getting tired? And last night was a perfect example because you have you go like six minutes without them getting a chance, right? But all of a sudden, the guys start to get tired, and then they start to cheat a little bit. Like, all right, I'm going to hang in front of the net here instead of come back super hard. And that makes all the difference in the world. So at some point, I think those guys are getting tired, too. And I don't know if the analytics, they're showing, like, hey, you got two lines that you trust in that spot. They're rolling for nine minutes. They're getting tired. It's the Patrick Waugh bit. <laughs> it is the Patrick Waugh he, bit. He, he always did that, and it actually worked against the Wild a couple times. In the playoffs. In, in the playoffs. I know everyone doesn't want to hear this either, but it's also like helping us hit overs. If you, yeah. If, if you're one of those <laughs> That's people all you who, care about. No, I'm yeah. saying, I'm saying if, if your it's team's true. not going to win, I hope your bets win. <laughs> I've been betting the Wild minus one and a half and over every time until they kick someone's ass. I don't care if I'm going to lose money. <laughs> the one time they're back, it's going to be worth it. But mm-hmm. when Dean does that, it produces goals. The over was six and a half half yesterday marlo was texting me because he had the over as well it was at five or yeah it was at five forever and then mm-hmm. they curl bangs in those two and that was like electric yeah so seven if there's any if there's any silver lining for those of you who are betters you appreciate the goalie pull with <laughs> the, the over yeah honestly it's 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 an advantage but as 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 a fan it is nerve-wracking yes, yes, yeah, yeah. as doc emmerich would say yeah as a better you're yeah. Well, as a better, this is exciting. But as a fan, this game is nerve-wracking. Right. That's more of what I'm conflicted with. <laughs> like that. Um, I haven't tracked it lately, but the Wild have lost, what is it, 8 to 10 or something like that? Or it's not good. But, yeah. but they've, I bet you they've hit the over in eight of those. Pretty much every two, game. Right? Consistently. Oh, they're giving up like yeah. six goals yeah. a game right now. So. The team they're playing is hitting it themselves, which... Yes. Is disappointing, but also like all right, and they just they keep raising the line, and the wild just keep hitting it. Like, yeah. yeah, six and a half. It's the first time I've seen it that high in a long time. Why are you happy today? Oh, the wild played last night. They got their ass kicked. Oh, the over hit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like that's a. I mean, if you're betting on it in that perspective, that's the silver lining. Then you can well, the only thing positive you can look at it right now. But right, then you realize your team's shitting the bed. Yeah, no. And then did, you get pissed did you off. guys see? Did you guys see? Calvin Ridley was banned from the NFL. Yeah, for oh, yeah. Season that was the best bet, news I got all day. On game. It, it's it it's so funny because it's the Falcons. That's mm-hmm. why it's funny for well, sure. Did you see what he tweeted out like after the news was announced or no? 
Oh, he literally tweeted out, I bet $1,500 I don't have a gambling problem. Like, he literally tweeted that out after the news like was released about him. His lawyers just wow. face-palmed. <laughs> just so <Like>. guilty. <laughs> Clearly not the brightest ball on the tree. Uh, I mean, that, that is evidence of it right there. You wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't say that if you were. But um, is that why? Do you guys think that's why he left halfway through the year? You think he got caught and that was it? Yeah, they might have been covering there was the investigation. It it's it's always tough. There to was call. the investigation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said it was during the hiatus. He was he was probably bored. He's just gambling. That's probably what happened. Well, so like, oh, so was he gambling when he was when he was he wasn't suspended? with the team? Yeah, allegedly he left like for mental health reasons, and then during that hiatus is when he was gambling on yeah like, football. So, so he, he left. Bet on, so like, people Atlanta probably games. put two and two together, like, oh, your mental issues are gambling related. Yes, I'm not a gambling addict. I only spent fifteen hundred. Which to us, that's like that's a that's a lot of money. money. I mean, yeah, for him, it's not. But that, but to the to the general public, fifteen hundred dollars gambling is uh, that's might be an issue. Yeah, like I mean, by tweeting that out though, like that just sounds like you have a huge ego, and then that makes you look kind of like like a sociopath, and then therefore people are gonna like that. Just does not a good look, man. Not a good look. Don't be putting that out there. when you think about it, though, like I don't find that that egregious if he's out betting on it. I find it way worse if he was like playing the games and yeah. betting on it, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's not so bad if you're like I'm taking a leave of absence, I'm not playing, but he's betting on it. Uh, that's not as bad to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like that shouldn't be a full season out. That should be like maybe mm-hmm. a couple of games, like a you know slap on the wrist or something. But I don't know what do you guys think of that. Like I don't think that's terrible. The guy's hurt. He's not playing. Like maybe a uh... game. Maybe he was like superstitious and thought anything he touched turned to gold in the betting world. He's like, I'm going to bet on my team so that I can yeah. help them without playing. Yeah. Maybe this was like his way of supporting the team in a non-physical way. The best meme I saw today is, um, I don't know if you've seen like the meme of like the guy that's at the Pakistan cricket game and he's just super confused. And it was like Pete Rose when Kelvin Ridley only gets one year off because he has a <laughs> lifetime ban. <laughs> well, I saw, yeah, Kelvin Ridley was complaining, complaining about that. But isn't like all the other um, suspensions in the NFL related to gambling lifetime? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, well, he got suspended for the whole season. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's still better than being banned for life. Yeah. Way yeah. better. Yeah. I guess. You, yeah. That's the positive note. But like, yeah, I, I guess I agree with Ryan, though. Like, it's. It, it's probably not that bad if he's like out doing it. Like if he's if he's playing in the game and Does then he bets his like he betting on other teams or was he betting? So, on so from what I saw, I and mean, this is fucking Twitter, so who knows if it's true? But like one of his invents or one of his bets involved like a parlay of a bunch of NFL games, including the Falcons. Oh, okay, yeah. So that's probably. But he wasn't playing in the game. He wasn't. He was still still though. But team. you might have access to inside info that yeah. everyday betters don't have. That's probably where the conflict. Comes. Yeah comes into place he has the connections for still hilarious and stuff. just with everything that's i mean i feel like ever since the falcons blew that lead at halftime <laughs> it's, it's just downhill. been a downhill spiral for them like they invest in matt ryan clearly not worth it anymore still julio jones goes he julio leaves julio jones goes it's just it, atlanta's hilarious yeah and that just adds and then they had kanye west staying in their stadium oh yeah what the hell is i yeah, don't know what you that know what was that? about kanye was like living there for yeah, like that was like he was living there, like as he was like recruiting an album or something. Like this is, I, you know, I mean, I don't know if that was just like fake news. The team needs money at this. But point. like, I swear, like that was like legit. Like they, it was strange. I'm like Atlanta, what are you doing? Like yeah. ever since the twenty eight to three debacle, it's just been 
shit. It was legit. He said he's not leaving the stadium until he's done with his album. So he's still there? <laughs> he's living no, there? No, he, he's been done. Okay. Oh, but that, it was that, during that, that time. That's what the thing okay. was. Yeah. Well, Which I was, I was what? rich enough to live in a fucking arena when I was recording an album. What? Well, uh, switching gears a little bit, Ryan, you were you played in the Minnesotan Cup along with us. Uh, our team got bounced, yeah. bounced, <laughs> to, some, Very, bounced yes. to some high schoolers. That's fine. From uh, how, did, uh, how did your team do? How, how did your run go? Well, I think we finished second place. We we lost to the Greasy Mitts, who turned out to be an absolute juggernaut. Those guys, uh, they had systems, they had plays set up, and not to mention they had like young legs. Like you guys are the benefactors of young legs still. Like I feel mm-hmm. like in those tournaments, the younger your team is, the better off you are. Like you, like the high school kids, even. Like, oh yeah, man! If, if you can skate. If you can skate, you're going to win those things. A lot of those kids well, haven't even had beer yet. It's not even fair. I remember well, we were chirping them from the bench, and I'm like, if you don't pay car insurance, get off the fucking ice. Yeah, by, by default, we should have won this. We should have won this game in advance because these kids aren't even like kids aren't you know, even paying rent. They're not paying rent. They're probably still living at yeah. home. Like these kids shouldn't be in the tournament. They can't drink beer. They can't advantage at, take advantage of the yeah. uh, the bar here. Get out. No, yeah. but yeah. no, we got our ass. If your mom, your mom pays. <laughs> Your cell phone bill, you know, you're you're not allowed to tweet about this tournament, right? Like, go on. We might have to follow up with Corey and uh, alter the rules. Next yeah, year. yeah, or like, or so like, that if your mom still packs your lunch, or they should have it, and we should, we should, <laughs> we should launch an official or a, a, an official investigation into some fraudulent, uh, uh, fraudulent uh, activity going on in the tournament because they allowed a team of kids who are still being paid an allowance by their parents. And who haven't made bad choices yet. A lot of them haven't been to a college party before. <laughs> their bodies aren't worn down. Their no. brains aren't worn down. It's just simply not fair. Oh, they're not full of bong residue yet. They're actual yeah. athletes still, which is yeah. just bullshit. Yeah, because like we went out there. Like, we played right after our pool play game that we actually won. We won our second one. We like kicked ass. I'm like, yeah, let's go into this. The first game of bracket play played right after, yeah. and just this team's running cycles and shit, and they're a bunch of Forest Lake high school kids that were just unreal, and it was just, it was, uh, it was, uh, I got, I got a workout. I was a goalie. I got a workout. I'll tell you that. But shit, he actually was... got chirped by the e- by the wild e bug. He was like, "Hey yeah. boys, next time call me. Next time you need a goalie." Connor Dupree. Connor, yeah, yeah. Oh. I deserve it, but. Lights out in that tournament. You guys, you guys should get them out there. Connor, oh, that would be insane. Well, yeah, honestly, we did. should. Well, it's funny because like when I saw you were on when you were playing. So like I, I sent a screenshot to like our, our Minnesotan Cup group chat because like I wanted to show them like the official roster. And I think you were on like the bottom right corner of the page, and someone just goes, "Is that Ryan Carter's name?" And I'm like, "It's got to be a different guy." <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the next mess, and then I'm like, and then I reached out to Corey. I think I'm like, "Hey, is Carter playing in this?" And he's like, "Yeah." And then I said, "It's him." And then the next message immediately, someone goes, "Yep, we're fucked." Yeah. <laughs> <I was> like... <laughs> Even though we didn't play, uh-huh. but we're like, we know. Well, yeah. I think it was a thing too. Like, oh, he's playing it. Oh, there's some good teams in here now. We're done. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's over. And sure enough, first round, boom. But the the other thing I learned is uh, you you have to have like a serious jersey game too. Like, you can't just show up and have like what? How was your guys' unis? Was it decent? We had like at least matching jerseys and stuff, so that looked good. But. I saw a couple of teams that just said, throw on a white jersey, and that was that, good that enough. Was, that, was that, was, that was our team. That was our team, but I believe we were the only team with a coach. I was dressed up in a yeah. suit. I was wearing like a Herb Brooks checkered suit, and uh, I snapped 24 clipboards in a matter of three games. So I think, though, in terms of a stat line, that's where we had the competition beat. We had mm-hmm. a coach. We had broke 24 clipboards. 
Well, the unfortunate part is I think when it comes to tournaments like that, if you don't do well, it's about the coach. The coach didn't bring guys together quick enough. So yeah. perhaps that uh, the results are on you, my man. I was well, yeah, the coach. We actually had a coach. We should have had a competitive advantage, but no, that wasn't the case. All the other no. stat lines um, <laughs> during the three games, they had 24 clipboards, 12 pieces of gum, and nine beers. Some smell so like salts. I'm Keep pretty, track of I'm the pretty sure there was, a, there was a Bleacher Report graphic that came out later. Uh, Someone fucked up the shutout too in the inner. That was Andy, our cameraman. The, the ref even came over. He goes, "You had a shutout until that dipshit on the bench." Said, it was like two out. minutes left. It was like ten nothing, and then they. Our camera guy goes, "Oh, Jake's got a shutout going." I'm like, "Don't say that." Yep, and sure enough, there's like two or three goals right in like a minute. Shit, I'm like shit. I was relying on that one shutout to like to just to help the only the positive to help me beat the. Yeah, if I had that shutout, I'd beat the high school kids. Hundred percent. You would have Jimmy Craig. You would have saved. I, I would. I would have saved everything. It would have continued. But I blame Andy for everything. Actually, yeah. Ryan, as a color commentator, do you bring up when a goalie has a shutout, or no? Do you just let that slide? No, oh, I would bring it up. Yeah, okay. I'm not like Fuck a yeah. super. Yeah, I'm not like a jinx guy, right? Like I don't think me saying something uh is going to affect it so i wouldn't be afraid to talk about it unless you guys are advising me to do no no we're not we're not do you no like i think that's professional you you, as a commentator your your job is to announce what's going on during the game and damn it if there's a good stat line like this this uh in baseball this pitcher has seven innings no hitter people are like don't say that i'm like no i'm announcing what's happening some people might not know that i'm just announcing what's happening a goalie's almost gonna have a shutout you say it damn it you say that it's about being professional I, I'm with you, man. I also have realized that what I do off of the ice doesn't affect what happens on the ice anymore. You know, I had a hard enough time getting what uh, what I did on the ice affect what was going on <laughs> on the ice, right? So, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, did you guys have uh, any other questions for cards while we got them? Yeah, I, I guess I have one really quick. I saw that you uh, went ice fishing with spitting chicklets. Those are some of the funniest guys around. What was that experience like? Did you catch any fish? Dude, it was funny. We did catch a couple fish. Those guys weren't there to catch any fish. So we pull up, and it's Minnesota. I think it was, like, forecast to be, like, 5 degrees. Wind chill is going to be, like, minus 10. And they show up in, like... Like nice boots, but they're not like they're not like they're not like winter boots. They're like Johnson and Murphy. They're like you walk walk down the streets of like Brooklyn with them, right? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, and they're like, let's go ice fishing. Like they have like a Louis Vuitton scarf and stuff, you know. (laughs) And it was yeah. So it was like, hey guys, you're gonna have to do a little bit better than that. So (laughs) you're gonna get uh, torn apart. (laughs) So when Biz actually was wearing my boots, I had a feeling that was going to happen. So I brought an extra pair of boots or two. And I was like, you guys got to wear these boots. And uh, at, at the end, of, in the end, it was a blast. Like they had never ice fished before, you know, where you set up the pop up and you drill the holes. So that stuff was all new to them. Uh, but they, they just create content, man. Like it was, let's, let's catch a fish or two. Boom. They catch them. Then they're on to the next thing. Let's, let's, you know, ride snowmobiles. Let's record the podcast. Let's play the fish. You know, so uh, they're a content generating machine, but they have they got a great gig because all they do is have fun. They just have cameras on them all the time. Be idiots. Um, but they have a lot of fun. Well, and Biz just like 
brings anything to life that he touches. Like He's a that, legend. That, that yeah. TNT show, I, I was watching it yesterday after the Wild game. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I would hate the show if Biz wasn't on it. Mm-hmm. Or Gretzky. Gretzky's good, too. Right. But it's like anything that guy does, even when he's like being serious, you just start laughing. It's kind of funny, yeah. It's like there's, <laughs> gotta be, there's a joke coming, right? Well, this guy's he's not serious. So when he acts serious, it's very odd. Yeah. You're like, this is there a punchline coming? Because you're uncomfortable. I know. You're like, what is he trying to be an analyst right now? Like, yeah. This is strange. Or how about the time when he was asking Steve Eisenman? Did you guys see that one? Was like, so Steve, like, it's really stressful uh, having to figure out like your team towards the deadline, what you're going to build. How do you how do you sit back, relax, punch out, and kind of recharge your battery? And Eiserman, so he's like trying to ask like a serious question, but he knows the answer to it, I think. So, and then Eiserman's like, I can't tell you that on air, basically alluding <laughs> yes. to the fact that 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 he doesn't mind smoking every once in a while. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not telling you that. Or, uh, or or when Biz is interviewing a player who knows him, and the player just starts chirping him. Like, there's probably a whole compilation we made of like Biz. Just getting chirped by these people he's trying to ask serious questions to, like, oh, Biz, I'm surprised you even know that maneuver. I never saw you do something like that on the ice. While these guys are like in pregame, they're just tearing this guy on yeah. TNT. Biz, you're working with TNT? The, what? For the game. Well, I think just... having ex players in that role is key. Like, for, for example, for you, Ryan, I feel like you bring out the best in like the Minnesota Wild player personalities. Do you think that has to do because they kind of understand that you guys come from the same experience and whatnot? Yeah, I think some of it is that. I think some of it is personal relationship too. So, like, I think at in in time. Now, this is this is kind of sad for me, but eventually, like, the relationship that I have with players or something will be entirely phased out because I'll just like age out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like I've, I've played with Kulikov, I played on the same team with Johnny Merrill, I've played with a lot of the guys, right? And then it's they say, okay, yeah, hey, I played Johnny Merrill, say the Kirill. Yeah, I played with cards. He's cool. You can trust him. Have fun with him. It doesn't matter, right? And that stuff all matters in the end. But eventually, you get phased out. So, like, there will not be any more Johnny Merrill's, Dmitry Kulikov's, or, yeah. you know, like, Marcus Felina won't be there, who I had fought in the past, and we can talk <laughs> about that, right? Like, yeah. So, once I get phased out of that stuff, it gets harder, but when you're in it, um, it's it's fun, it's cool, and you have that relationship. And I think guys understand that you're not going to ask them like a stupid question. That's like, dude, what's what's, yeah, what's up with the power play? You know, you've been and, on the other side of that. You know what they don't yeah. want to hear, right? Like, and I know you know what they're going to say. Like, what's wrong with the power play? Well, we need to get more pucks to the net. We need yeah. to get hungrier pucks for deep. Get them in deeper. Yeah, yeah. and then deeper right. and deeper you know, and deeper. Cycle more. Yeah, cycle. Uh, back check. Uh, Sometimes the puck bounces your way. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it just doesn't. That's sometimes just, it just doesn't. That's the, that's the key. To, that's just the way it is. The way she goes. The other thing I love too about every time you do colors, I feel like I learn one more like phrase or like hockey slang. Like I feel like you're good about sliding something in there when like you know, kind of subtle when you're not expecting it, like, but oh, it yeah, works. Yeah, that one went all the way up to the rafters. Like it's just it's always so subtle. And I'm always like the one who picks up. And I'm like, oh, I just learned that the, one. The stinky gloves. <laughs> stinky gloves. <laughs> Like that's great. I never heard that, but that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, good. I appreciate that, guys. The old stinky mitt. Next time, Minnesota <laughs> Cup, I'll uh, I'll give you a stinky mitt. Oh and, yeah. Oh okay. Go. Yeah. We'll have to yeah. talk to Corey and like, hey, can, can Matt match us up with Carter's team? Yeah, you guys yeah. get an easy win, so yeah, there you yeah. go. We, we also, how much money would it require for you to play for our team? We'll yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, <laughs> we've, oh, got, we've gotten credit card debt before. We could yeah. do it again. We're not, a, we're not afraid happen. to bribe. We don't, to we don't have, happen. we don't have, we don't have a cap limit. Here. Well, we have a coach. We need a GM, and we can <laughs> coordinate with your if you have an agent, and we can go from there. I got fired. I'm, I'm really, really a 
affordable, guys. All I need is like a like a Wi-Fi extender. So if you guys have one or two of those. <laughs> oh no, that <laughs> that's part of our team. That's one of our, that's what we gave away. We gave away free Wi-Fi extenders for coming out and playing and the participation award. But, yeah, yeah, I've been I've been officially released. I got released on the ice. They did one of those bits where they don't even let me go back to the locker room before I get fired. You like fired, yeah. the GM whispered in my ear while you guys were shaking hands, "You're fucking done. Pack your bags." And uh, I actually got traded to the high school team, who will all be freshmen in college by next year. So they'll suck because they'll all put on the freshman fifteen. Yeah. So I'll see you guys at next year's <laughs> tournament. We'll see ya. You'll be coaching another team, another squad. Yeah, you're, actually, you're I coach. should coach another team because mm-hmm. I'll just inflict more damage on them, and it should be good for you guys. You have experience. You have a resume now. Yeah, I'm adding it to my resume. <laughs> we did. We, we won a game under my regime. <laughs> one and two, right? Yeah, one and two. two. Okay, one and two. One and two. Uh, the team we beat, I think they're a bunch of 50-year-old guys who only had one line. So mm-hmm. I, I they, they had like one line of young kids that I think were the only ones that scored their goals. And the rest were just older yeah, guys. Yeah, older dudes. I kind of felt bad, but we won, so we're we're fine. Yeah. We're good. All right, well, Cards, this has been a blast as always. We got to uh, we got to do the rapid fire again. We've changed up a few of the questions since last time. I don't know how much of it you remember, but we're just going to ask you some questions and just uh, answer as fast as you can. Ready to go? Uh, yeah, sounds good. All right, so this is one that I'm just inserting now. I'm switching out the one mm-hmm. that was number one and switching out for this one. If there's one other item you could use instead of a hockey stick to, to be good at hockey, what would it be? So, like, you take a stick away, you got to find one item around the house to use on the ice instead of a stick. What's it going to be? Broom. Yeah, broom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. Yep. Uh, how long would you last in a zombie apocalypse? I'm scared of zombies, so uh, probably two minutes. <laughs> just be like, take me. <laughs> I'll yeah, just end it. End it. Like, there's no, yeah, I won't put it. up a fight. Um, you could even season yourself for them. They'll probably appreciate that. Uh, best city in America? City. That one's easy. Dang, I thought you were going to say Boston after the elevator Or St. Paul. <laughs> well, I didn't get to see Boston. I was stuck in the elevator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit. I forgot. Um, if you could eat dinner with one person dead or alive, who would it be? Tiger Woods, probably. I got to know about this guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I liked, I liked the, uh, the transition there because I was just going to ask you what your best club in your golf bag was. Well, boy, that's a real good question. Uh, probably the umbrella in all honesty. Oh, that, <laughs> oh. it's funny. Like, you, like if you have an umbrella in your bag, you'll get made fun of by everybody until it rains. And then mm-hmm. you're like, fuck you. No one else is getting outside. Of it. I used to get shit for having an umbrella in my bag. Cause I used to stick it with the driver mm-hmm. and uh, then it started raining and I was the one who was laughing. Mm-hmm. So I respect that. I would say though, to answer that honestly, probably my nine iron. It's just like the only club I'm comfortable with. Like you can't pull it too too bad. Like it's it's never too terrible, right? Mm. Like my putter sucks, but mm, yeah. yeah, nine iron. Also, the most dangerous club in the bag is the pencil. I'll remember that one, kids. Yep. But uh, cheating is not cool, allegedly. Uh, does pineapple belong on pizza? No, no, it does not. Uh, one animal you could have as a pet, if possible, outside of a dog or a cat. Tiger. Yes. <laughs> Tiger King didn't scare you. He has a mullet. <laughs> no. He has a no. mullet, yeah. Tiger King yeah. and Tyson. Mike Tyson is a tiger. Oh, yes, that. he did, yeah. Yep. That came to mind because I just watched The Hangover the other day. It's on Netflix yes. right now. Oh, with yeah. Mike Tyson, so, yeah. <laughs> Mike Tyson. Yeah. That movie gets better every time you watch it, especially if you've been out to Vegas. It's even better. The older you get, you understand it more and more, and you get more of the references, and it gets better. Right. Uh, going back to your podcast, possibly, which pro Minnesota sports team will win a championship next? 
I'm going to say it's the wild. And um, I I actually do believe that. So uh, I think boy, this year, maybe with the cap issues, it might be tough for a couple, but I think this club, you got Kaprizov and Foley, some super stars kind of in the making. I think it's a wild. Do the Minnesota wild win a Stanley cup within the next five years? Do, 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 do. Yeah. I think, I think, I think year five is the year. If there, I had to yep. put all my money on it, it'd be year five. There we go. That's yeah. what we need to hear. Yes. We need the hope. I'll save mm-hmm. that cigar for year five. 2027. Um, <laughs> well, wait, hold on, hold on. Let's, before we get into that, hold on. I do need to I do need to recall. Kirill signed a five-year deal, so maybe it's four years from oh, now. Oh, right? yeah, okay. yeah. In case he decides Crazy. to do that Florida bit again. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Can you guys imagine Kirill in a contract year? Like, he's been this good after signing a big ticket. I want that guy in a contract year. It's going to yeah. be awesome. Yeah, I totally agree there. Uh, least favorite fast food place? Burger King. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's that's that's, a, that's Tommy Olsen's favorite, by the yeah, way. Yeah, well, yeah, it's it's a special type of person to say Burger King. Yeah, I agree with that. Yes. Yeah, it's not as bad as like a White Castle, but it's definitely one of the more popular, you know, least favorite fast food place answers because for obvious reasons. Yeah, plenty of obvious ones. Well, for me, fast food comes strictly down to the fries. I can deal with anything else, but you need to have like a real solid French fry, and I feel like they lack it a little bit. I, I could go Wendy's, but the chocolate shake goes the other direction. Like Wendy's fries don't do it for me, but they have okay. like the chocolate malt and stuff. But yeah, we actually have a the blog fries. on our website called "Wendy's Fries Suck." So <laughs> we oh. agree with you on that. Yeah, and even uh, but the four for four though, I feel like makes up for it. In college, mm-hmm. that was the greatest thing that could have helped me survive was the Wendy's four for four. If anyone remembers that. Mm-hmm. Oddly, I bring that up every week. No, we you show. have to. And we get hungry as shit. Still fixed on that. I want Wendy's, damn it. Uh, if a movie is made about your life, who would play you? Jason Biggs, because I think uh, that's who mm-hmm. people say looks like me the most, maybe. Okay. American like Pie. Answer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, he's, he's dancing. He has the... Oh, jeez. He's trying to like be all erotic, and it's bad. <laughs> That whole series is Oh, yeah. Do Eugene Levy? Yeah. I got Hey, Ryan, right before we go, I just came up with an important question. Do you still make your PBJs the same way? I had a PBJ on the flight two nights ago, and I was pretty impressed that I'd never thought about this before. It was peanut butter, jelly, peanut butter. So I don't know how they did it, but, yes, it was two layers of peanut butter, so it was pretty good. But at home, it's one slice of bread, peanut butter, one slice of bread, jelly, Put them together, eat your sandwich. You guys ever ever ate a double decker? <laughs> what what is involved yeah, with fellas. that? Because I might have. I can't believe I'm the only one to ever do this. But you yeah, make a regular PB and J. This is sound like something someone would do that's stoned, and I promise I've never been stoned to do this. I actually don't smoke any weed at all. Disclaimer. Uh you throw peanut Wrong. butter on top of the sandwich and then jelly and then another piece of bread with peanut butter and jelly. So you Oh whoa. So there's three a little tower. There's three layers to it. Yeah. So you got three pieces of bread total? Yes. Oh, wow. And there's peanut butter and jelly between each layer. Wow. Intense. Did you try that? I I have never tried that. I think I'd probably just be like, I'll just make myself another sandwich. (laughs) Yeah. No, on the fight. It's like like a fat guy move. Yeah. Like anyone who's ever, like, it's definitely a fact. It's a Sunday morning after drinking move. Correct. Or, or yeah. maybe a late night after being aggressively drunk to wake up regretting that decision kind of move. But it's yeah. still it's still good. Maybe a 3 a.m. Yes. Yeah, yeah for sure. Triple Decker, PB&J. Well, Ryan, this has been a blast. Thank you so much again, man, for coming on. Any parting words? Uh, no parting words, guys. Appreciate you having me. Good stuff. Uh, all fun. 
and uh, let's get that uh, that tournament. Let's get the roster going right now. Let's set it early. Let's uh, do it. Okay. I'm a free agent. I'm a free Minnesota agent. Cup. Oh, we got to talks. Will start. Talks will start. You know, 11 months early or 10 months now. It's it's coming up. 10 quick months again. away. 10 months away to create a championship roster and it begins there is, today. There is no off season no. in Minnesota Cup. Not looking for this. The, isn't you know. about having fun, guys. This isn't about having fun. What's exactly. it about? It's about it's fucking, fucking winning. winning. It's, yeah, about, it's about fucking winning. winning. We should bring that with us. I'm just, a copy yeah, maybe of that I'll just hold year. it the whole time. It's so weird. No, yeah. I won't say anything. I'll just hold it above my head. I'll do what I do. Okay. Well, Ryan, this has been a blast. Thanks again, man, folks. We're going to take a really quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, Mike. Due to your current relationship status, you know, how often have you been checking in with your STD specialist? see him every day <laughs> all right that was a blast with ryan as always recurring guest it's funny i just i feel so bad for the guy because every time he comes on we have some tech issue the first time it was after vegas which took us 30 minutes to realize the volume button was down but this time our wi-fi actually did crash for a little bit and there was like a 20 minute delay well, and, I, and honestly, this 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 one can be on us. We jinxed it. We got Ryan in here. We started talking with him. We we're like, hey, no tech issues this time. And like five minutes into our interview. Started freezing up yep. and then went to shit. He says he's not a superstitious guy, but he might be a little stitious. A little stitious, stitious guy. With the 10,000 takes. Those weird 10K takes, guys. Weird 10K takes, boys, yeah, and shinsus. Yeah. Shinsus. All right. But uh, let's move to our final segment. We got 20 questions. Wags' game. I'll hand it over to you, Wags, to kind of tell everyone what it's all about. We'll play it up. Everyone's played the game 20 questions, right? So this is literally the game 20 questions, but a head-to-head-to-head version. Normally, we actually call it 15 questions. We've got three players. We do five rounds each time. Again, it's just head-to-head-to-head 20 questions. The only real big caveat with this game is you can't ask a question that reveals too much because then the person right behind you is going to get an easy dub. So you gotta you got to really be kind of careful with how you craft your questions. Are you guys ready to go? If I win this, am I officially a dynasty? Uh, would this be three in a row? Uh, I think this is like... I'm pretty sure I've only lost once or <laughs> twice when I've played. Dude, Dynasties never Cam, lose. good for fucking you. Yeah. Do you want a, uh, yeah, I want a high five or a small parade? Can you make a poster and put it on the wall? <laughs> oh, you yeah. want a Wi-Fi extender? Can I, can I or what? get a bench? We'll make sure like, uh, oh, yeah. like they do in dictatorships to get a picture of you and put it in every room in the house. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, we could do that. Really bit. quick, too, going along 20 questions, Like if you guys ever played on like those little handheld things, mm-hmm. like the most, oh, yeah. the yep. most useless question on that game, I saw a meme about this, was like, is it a mineral? <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, like what the fuck? Like who approved that? Uh, yeah, like I mean, like what, what a useless gold? question? Like gold? What, who's thinking of rocks and shit? Lithium. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they have to Depression actually answer yes to that, like the machine is like fuck. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna get it now. Gosh. Shit. That's Anyways. hilarious because the games are like little balls, essentially. Ooh. Yeah, the little yeah. twenty question games. Yeah, you yeah, bring it in the, the car on the way to Christmas. Yeah, and then you you try to purposely like throw it off to to like so it doesn't answer what you're what you're thinking, but you mm. totally like answer the questions very wrong like yes i beat it well yeah it's because you answered you because you, you had cheated. The mainframe. you cheated all right let's play okay here we go the very first topic and we'll start with cam and we'll go from left to right so cam to jack to jake is famous birthdays we'll use the date of recording so three seven um so famous birthdays on three seven is today's first topic cam go ahead is it an athlete it is not an athlete is it a politician it is not a politician is it an actor it is an actor is it a male or a female? It's a male. It's an actor. Yeah, damn it. Male. Um, what category of movies do they do? Genre. Whatever you call that. Honestly, they are all they are all over the place. And here um they're also in television as well. So movies, oh, okay. television, yes. John Ham. It's not John Ham, <laughs> no. How many damn it. do we get again? Uh we got three more rounds now. Oh, okay. Dude, it's uh, for a really quick side story. I saw John Ham in the I rewatched the town last weekend. 
the bank robber movie from Boston, super good movie, and like John Hamm just randomly shows up as an FBI agent. I'm like, oh, that's oh, the guy yeah. they met. That guy's that's the classic. That's the guy. I know him. He was a uh, John Hamm was catching strays at the uh, NHL All Star mm. Game. People were very upset at him. So, we but we love him. Yes. That's what he gets for wearing a St. Louis Blues jersey on the Winter Classic. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. Is uh, does he do stand up comedy as well or no? No. Um, is this actor kind of older or younger? Uh, this one a little older, a little older. Okay. Um, this is where Jake stalls. Yeah, he's the <laughs> king of it. Leonardo DiCaprio. Is that your, that's actually answer? serious. Yes. No, no. Oh, two more it. rounds there, boys. Uh, is this like a heavier set guy or no? Uh no. I'd say he's a little littler. We're getting. Is it? Brad Pitt. It's not Brad Pitt. We're not just throwing. Not answers. good with like actors and movies. Yeah, actors. Got to narrow them down a little more. I know. I, I'm trying to. This think is the here. depth of our knowledge when it comes <laughs> yeah. to entertainment. We're already. Well, see, guesses. also Jake is. I'm gonna be honest. Jake is kind of fucking over the game because he just does two guesses and all. all you guys only have four questions. Out yeah, there. I know. Well, actually, because yeah, I, I don't know what questions kind of I ask. Effort, yeah, so it's a team effort. So, well, now, so you're at a point where you're just gonna be guessing. So. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the last question that can do it at this point. Um, yep, this round and next round. So This round and next round. All right, so what was the last movie they were in? Hmm. I I could not tell you that, so oh. I'm going to add something else. Ooh, the information's flawed. <laughs> Information is flawed. Um, when was the... When was see? I don't know. When was the last thing they were? Or... Okay, here, here. I'll, I'll give you this along the lines of what you're asking. Huge surge in the early 2000s. Dropped off for a little bit. Then you had another huge uh, TV hit show that came on that kind of really brought them to relevance again. So Ooh. that's kind of like my final hint for okay. for you there. Uh, I guess I have to guess. Uh, George Lopez. Nope. What about Jason Sudeikis? It's not. Ooh, that was a good guess. That that was yeah. I really thought that was it. Damn, man. Defeated. You just said it. I don't know. Uh, fuck. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope, Jake. Nope. You got to say something. Nope. Bad Bad for radio. Bad mm. for radio. Well, this ain't radio. This is dead air, though. This, this is podcast. This is, this is dead air. Podcast time. This, um, this makes podcasters go everywhere look bad. <laughs> with David Spade. It's not David Spade. It's Brian Cranston. I, there's no oh, chance. Yeah. Malcolm of the Middle, and then of course Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad is yeah, the right. two I big things. I, was, I guess uh, I was never around for when he was like super relevant in early movies, but I, I guess, should ask I guess what he was most. Him, though, and... I should ask like what was he most famous for? Yeah, that's what I was expecting. That would have really helped out. I was gonna guys. ask for like a famous line, but I feel like I would have alley oop Jake on that. Even if yeah. you said Malcolm in the Middle, I still wouldn't have got it. Oh, if you would have said oh, Malcolm Middle, I would have started guessing if actors. I would have probably guessed. You're too young. Yeah. Well, you you're said a little young. older. Oh, I would have guessed. Malcolm in the Middle, the show where like the the guy and like, the dad and all of his like kids just get bitched at all the time. By the way, like, sort of, yeah, it's very yeah. annoying. It's yeah. A, yeah. I actually, it's me and hilarious. Haley and I rewatched it. I want to say like last year, and like it still holds up. Mm. It's a hilarious show. I used okay. that's what I had to watch when I was a kid. Circle back. Yeah, we'll do the next one. We'll kind of we'll reverse order. So Jake, Jack, and Cam. Minnesota hockey players is the topic. Minnesota hockey players. Is he still? Is he still currently playing? Yes. Is it? Is it Kyle Rowe? It's not Kyle Rowe. I'm gonna. Rowe. I'm gonna get this out of the way. Is it a wild player? You said, no. Okay. Nick Letty. It's not Nick Letty. What the fuck. I have a question, but uh, is this person an NHL All Star? I don't believe so. Okay. 
That would have been obvious. So I, yeah, I'll go with that. You guys are all taking guesses. I'm going to go the hometown kid, Justin Falk. Nope. That's just, nope. Oh, yeah, South St. Paul, right? Yep. He's a big South St. Paul guy. Um, What team does he play for? Currently, he plays for the Buffalo Sabres. Oh, I got it. I don't. Oh, fuck. It's crashing. I, I know it is. I already got it. Uh-oh. I think I know who it is, but I can't think of who the person is. Well, oh, it's uh, it's Casey Middlestead. It's Casey damn it. Middlestead. Oh God, yeah. I was going to say Kyle, Kyle Ocposo. Oh, well, I, damn it. I, I, I was, was literally like... So you were going to say, too. I was going to say Middlestead. Oh, when when Middlestead was beating up kind of on the wild against the Sabres, I was like, fuck, I hate when Minnesota players beat the Minnesota wild. Mm-hmm. There's See, nothing worse than that. That's why I was hoping it was going to get to UCAM because I, I had a feeling you were not going to say Casey of, Middlestead. Speaking of that, yeah. um, uh, Riley Tufty just scored his first NHL goal against the wild. Against yeah. the wild. They, yeah. had, I, they had him on the JJ twins show. And his that, nickname was one of their guests. I told them I'm like, your boy just scored a fucking goal on us. By and the then, way, his first NHL goal. And then Jake Ottinger, the goalie for Dallas, the Layfield native just went off too as well. And, Back in our day, Brock Besser, immediately after leaving North Dakota, flies to the X and scores his first NHL goal against the Wild in, like, one minute. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of... See, that was a good one to do because the Sabres have more than one. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. so they, they do. And um, on top of that, for those who don't know, Casey Middlestead, especially at the University of North Dakota, but I think everywhere he's famous for not being able to do a single push-up That's the or pull-up during the combine. That's how it, yeah. And uh, when uh, when the golfers came to, came in town to play the Sioux and Jack and I were at the University of North Dakota, literally as the golfers were warming up, someone from our student section was holding holding up the picture of him struggling to do the pull-up. Absolutely hilarious. Right behind the Great goalie, bit. too. Yeah, Prairie, right? Yep. Oh, yeah, Eden Prairie and then University of Minnesota. Yep, so go Gophers. He was Mr. Hockey as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, next topic, uh, since Cam has a lead, we're going to stick with Jake going no, first. Jack has Bossman a lead. Bossman has a lead. Oh, is it a tied 1-1? One, one? Unexpected. We, no, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Got on that first it was one. neutral. It was neutral. Cam was, neutral. You know, Cam was so, uh, so confident, right? I, thought I, it was I already, I already I gave him the point. He's got a dynasty, allegedly. So congratulations, yeah, Bossman, with, with the lead here. We got a few more uh, categories here. The next one will be country. That's all it is. It just says country. Ooh. JJ, you can go first. Country? Mm-hmm. Is it country music related? No. Oh. Is this like a country in the world? Yeah. Kazakhstan. It's not Kazakhstan. <laughs> Kazakhstan. Nice. Very nice. Is this country in Europe? It is in Europe. Um, Is this country... Was this country involved in World War II? Oh, gosh, man. Loves every country. Oh, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I want to say yes without actually knowing the answer to that. I'm gonna so say it's yes. not obvious. No, it's not. That's right. actually okay. kind of... That that's, helps. It's, that's that helpful. Help. That does help. I, I'm going to say... I, I'd assume they did. I just don't know. That that knocks out uh, Germany, for one. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so who's up now? Cameron? Yeah. I feel like at this point, you just kind of got to guess. No, you don't. <laughs> Jake just wants more hints. Geography is not my strong suit. Spain. It's not Spain, no. Vatican City. It's not. <laughs> what? What? Are what? It's a real place. country. I, it's, I know it's in Italy. I understand this. Yes, it's the papacy, right? But yeah. uh, <laughs> no, no. Why are you choosing such a specific fucking thing? No. Be- because I feel like that's too, almost like oh, one no one would think of. I suppose. I wouldn't be that hard with oh. this. Oh. 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 Is it, uh, is it Ukraine? <laughs> it's not Ukraine. No. Uh, no. They weren't. Let's yeah. give it away. Name one. Ah, name two colors on their flag. Orange and green. Ah. Oh, fuck. Orange and green. Oh, Ireland. Yeah, it's Ireland. Yep, I, I did give it away. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Cam. But Jack maybe not. Maybe I would have fucked up. Damn it. 
I can't believe Damn I it. Ukraine. Damn I'm it. Canceled. Yeah. <laughs> canceled. Put the canceled. No, so, so um, uh, when I was thinking about topics to do earlier today, uh, one was going to be D-bag, and the answer was going to be Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Decided against it, but, uh, uh, you know, oh, maybe next time. Maybe next time. Yeah. yeah, when Jack, when you said that, you're just like, Ukraine. Yeah, you I mean, like, you knew something. Like, you thought. I, I could see you with, like, some dark humor just sliding that one <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, just just because, like, just a, just a test up. No, yeah, I'm an asshole. That's totally something I would do. I am Cameron, uh, we'll start with you here this time. Delicious beverage. That is what the topic is. You can start. Is it a soft drink? It is. It's not a soft drink. No, I'm not. I'm not by my definition. What is it? What the fuck does it like a pop? Like okay. a, it's not a pop. No. I was wondering what that really means. Yeah, soft drink. Ref- yeah, something you'd find on a fountain. Oh, but you can you can find non sodas right. on a fountain. That's True. the thing. Righteous. Um, <laughs> it's Jack now. Oh, it's Jackson. Is it water? It's not water. <laughs> <laughs> is it water? You need it to survive, so it is pretty delicious <laughs> in that sense. Your body craves it. Water. Um, no, that's your guess. No, oh, no, no. Oh, he guessed water. He said it. I heard him say it. <laughs> nope. Roll the tape. Nope. Nope. Um, LaCroix. <laughs> no. Well, I don't know why we're guessing. There's so much yeah. more to figure out. Yes. Damn it. Damn, get us back on track. Jake's, Jake's is an asshole and the fuck's you guys no, over. No. Does the, li- the, dr- the beverage have sugar? Yes. The sugary beverage is it? Is this a juice? I, I I'd say so. Ooh, is it healthy? There's I, sugar no, it probably there, there, no, there's a lot lot of well, sugar. So I mean, maybe there's diet versions that are less bad for you, but I wouldn't inherently say it's healthy. Okay. Is this a beverage that usually comes in multiple flavors, or is it just usually yeah, one yeah? Color? It could definitely come in multiple flavors. Yeah, damn it. Is this a... Uh, uh, does V8 have a lot of sugar? Is it V8? It's not V8. I don't know. <laughs> How many more rounds? Uh, we got uh, after Jake, two more. Okay. Does it have alcohol? You could use it as a mixie. Ooh. If that helps. Is it Gatorade? It's not Gatorade. Is it orange juice? It's not orange juice. Oh. Wow. His mind was blown. Her cousins thought, with I the thought, Best Buy TV. Wow. Wow. Damn, man. Use it as the as a mixy cranberry juice. No, but you guys are more on the right track now. Uh, this might be a little different. This is a final think. final final round. So, so do your guesses here, boys. Oh, I think I know what it is, actually. Oh, Lemonade. Know. It is lemonade. That's what I was going to say. Damn it. Damn it. All of the sugar. I said no. I didn't say it was a soft drink. He, well, said, he it... said to his definition, no. To your definition. My, I, I, I use the soda definition for soft drink. Okay. It's not a soda. Okay. I, I literally it is, said it at the end. It is technically a, a juice because it comes from lemon. Which are, yeah. It was pop, yeah. But... I just think of it. I was more, actually yeah. going to guess lemonade because when you said I, it hit me when you said there's a lot of sugar. I'm like that is the yeah. biggest downside to lemonade. Mm-hmm. La limonada. Yeah. It's just squeezing lemons and shit ton of sugar. Is man. this the last round? Um, yeah, we could do two if you guys would rather, but one or two care. we'll let you guys. Uh, well, decide. we're at a three way tie right now. So yeah, this should be. For I think all we should marbles. do two. Let's, let's just do it for all the marbles okay. right now. For right now, all the marbles. Okay, okay. Rules, Jake. Okay, let's go. Uh, tough guy. We'll let Jake go first. Tough let's, guy. Tough guy. Tough guy. Uh, is he a? Is he a fighter? Let's ask a different question. I mean, <laughs> uh, is he in the UFC? No, he's not. Thank okay. God. Um, is he a boxer? No. Damn, I was gonna just guess Jake Paul. <laughs> Damn it. Is he Stop like that. a social media influencer? No. Not not. It's not Jake Paul, Cam. <laughs> no, he's a D influencer. No, I'm just joking. Um. 
Ooh, tough guy. Is he an athlete of some sort? No. Oh. Is he famous? Yes, very famous. Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. I don't think you're supposed to guess, were you? Well, I can. Oh, no, you just guessed. That's right. So it's up to me. It's my turn. Jake, get with the fucking I'm I'm an idiot. Yeah. (laughs) I'm an idiot. Uh, Is it me now? Yes, it's fucking Good Lord, what is happening? It is you. Are you having a stroke? No. Um, (laughs) Maybe. Jesus Christ. Um... So this person, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. No. Um, is this person a professional wrestler? No. Along those lines, okay. Is this guy like actually physically fit? In his prime, yes. Okay. Not currently, if that helps. At least I don't think he would Wait, be. Did someone ask if it's an actor? No. You're not asked up, if it Jack. Was an, I asked if it was an athlete. Sorry, I spoke at a turn. Yes. When I put two together. <laughs> Maybe. You're not. Sylvester <laughs> Stallone. Ask a question. Ask a question. Yeah, help. I just guess. Advance the game you, you for entertainment it back. It's up to you. You're not going to ruin it if you ask if it's an actor. I'm not telling you to ask that, but you should ask that. <laughs> uh, well, I think it's an actor, so I'm gonna I'm gonna skip that. Um, He's confident. This is why you have zero points. Sylvester Stallone. I have one point. We're all tied. Are we? It's a this is for the Marvels. Tie. Yeah, the, whoever wins this winner. wins it all. Which one did Jake guess right? Uh, he got the um, Minnesota. No, he got the country right. He got Ireland. Mm-hmm. All right, Ireland I laid it up for him. Ireland. Not necessarily. There's there's an orange right. in Netherlands. All right, sorry, sorry. I had to get us off track for Dude, scoring. Up JJ, yeah. Yeah. ask, ask a fucking question. <laughs> uh, Sylvester Stallone. No. Good God, Jack, just do it. To confirm, is this an actor? It is an actor. Thank you. Yes. See, that's what I already knew. All right. Was. Well, I already lost because I don't know anything about movies, but um. This tough guy again is the is what we're going off of here. So just keep that in mind. It. Tough guy. Is it Chuck Norris? Oh, Cameron has continued oh, his winning way. Damn it! The dynasty continues. Holy shit! I was shit. gonna guess. Uh, I was gonna guess. Dude, Tom, Tommy, who's the guy from? Uh, who's the guy from like uh, Goodfellas? The short guy. Oh shit! I know you're Joe Pesci. About Joe, Joe Pesci. Pesci. Yeah. I was gonna guess him. I was. Well. I was gonna. I was gonna ask uh, if he was dead or alive, and I was thinking of Patrick Swayze. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I was thinking around. Oh, this is not as far. Patrick Swayze. <laughs> That's what I thought of. Right well, away. damn it! It was funny because we, uh, you know, I just chose this topic, and then right during the middle of it, I was like thinking, like, if someone asked me to name a Chuck Norris movie, I could only name Dodgeball. Dude, <laughs> like, I don't know many Chuck Norris movies. I just <laughs> know him from my like, Family Guy reference. Yes, yes. yeah, and, and all the, the jokes, the Chuck Norris jokes, and and then he was in that one show my dad watched like walker texas ranger oh, yeah, some yeah. shit I, I just remember uh <laughs> chuck norris once once visited the u.s virgin islands when he came back they were hereby known as the islands yeah <laughs> just shit like that there's so many good ones oh yeah do we gotta look we gotta revisit those you could do a whole like, segment of i know just chuck norris, chuck norris like, norris I, I, I forgot those Talk it was like a guy elementary who school. had at least to our knowledge from like an overall movie fan i know like older movie fans would be like fuck you blah 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 but like very little impact on the movie industry but such a large impact on like the joke industry yes mm-hmm. so thank you chuck for all the uh, badass a whole stuff. generation knows about him especially in that you remember that old uh video on youtube the ultimate showdown this is the ultimate showdown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They had a whole thing in Chuck Norris on there. That was like old school YouTube. That was hilarious. See, and we're just so young, so anyone older than us is going to think we're dumb. But I also screw up, like, not not by, by looking at them, but like their movies, like Clint Eastwood and Chuck Norris. Like, mm-hmm. who's the one who's like, are you feeling lucky, punk? Is that Clint Eastwood? Or That's is that Clint Chuck Eastwood. Okay, we, okay. we went over this. 
Uh, uh, I got roasted for not knowing Clint Eastwood movies, and I'll Mm -hmm. probably get roasted for not knowing the Chuck Norris ones, but along those same lines, like the redneck jokes, like, you know you're a redneck when you have a gun rack on your gun rack. Jeff Foxworthy? (laughs) Yeah. Jeff Foxworthy? Oh, Jeff Foxworthy. I fucking love that guy. He's the redneck. uh, Yeah, you you probably have a a whole... uh, Probably his son. What's the... what what's the word for like you have like a a thing that you worship a shrine a shrine you have a shrine of Jeff, Fo- like Jeff Foxworthy Fox and Larry the Cable Guy yeah <laughs> right Larry the Cable those guy. are my idols growing up all right this was another fun episode gentlemen any final words any parting gifts thank you for being here today um apparent oh I just remembered <laughs> uh I ran into these two guys at West End in South uh, South Saint Paul Saint Louis Park. And their names were Riley and Kyle, and they told me to give them a shout out on a podcast. You charge them? I did not Jake, no charge free ads. them. Oh, my bad. Riley and Kyle, we're guys the podcast. Business. Just uh, DM us, and we'll give you a little account to send some money to. Yes, that or come shovel our that, driveway. That that no, I I they need to charge it, or we need to charge <laughs> them. We need to charge it. <laughs> they need to charge. Wait, them. by the way, for for those of you still listening at this point, thank you. But Jake, it maybe we'll save this for next week. Yeah, we'll we'll save it for next week as a preview. But is there a war on mice in the 10K house? Uh, there could be um, confirmed one killed in a trap. Oh, um, so you got a body count. But I'm surprised. I was expecting, dude. I was sitting on the couch uh, yesterday, and I just saw one in the kitchen. Um, oh, so uh, that's not where you want to. So see we're it either, either dealing with a second mouse but, or a zombie mice. But thank God I don't live here. But no. But listen, uh, we put up like fucking ten traps, and only one had a mouse in it. And I'm thinking we maybe only had one. Maybe two. Or you just caught the dumbest mouse. I caught the dumbest <laughs> mouse, but we've had like so many traps around. But I don't know. It's not confirmed yet that we have a war on mice. We might have got the only one. Other, uh, dude, I, I maybe I'm just a psycho. But other, other than like them shitting everywhere, I don't see a, like something like my mom. If there's a mouse in the house, like she refuses to go inside. I don't get. I don't see the huge issue. I don't, I don't either. They're, they're more scared of you. They, they'll just go. They're harmless little freaks. Can Some we own them as pets? Yeah. I was gonna say, how about us three? Let's us, all of us, all of us, us four here. We should just go to fucking like. Uh, Homeless shelter, you know, uh, where they give animals away. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are yeah, they called? The, the pound, the pound, the humane yeah. society. Get a fucking just a solid cat that no one wants that we'll take good care of, and that oh. thing will just take care I'm of the allergic. Mice. Yeah, I'm no, so oh, allergic host, to cats. Gosh. It's disgusting. Host boy Donnie was saying we need to get a cat. I'm like, I don't know if we isn't Jack allergic, and we're like, yeah, we probably can't, can't do, do it. Get a get right. a hypo. I love cats. A hypoallergenic yeah. one. I think cats are a good meme too. Like, there's so much good content that could come with just a house cat. Hey, you just I'll, get, I'll literally choke up. Just Jake, get Claritin, you, snort it. You remember <laughs> my you remember my crazy ass dog Daisy, right? Yeah, 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 Daisy. She would literally if she saw um I guess I'm sure all dogs do us, but if she saw a mouth, she would go ham. She'd bite that shit mm-hmm. in half. Like she yeah. would take care of him for us. I'm well, growing up too, like my cat, like. We just like throw her, like throw him in the in like the the like the storage room in our basement because we sometimes had mice in there and he would just he'd come out with dead mice like oh he's doing his job. <laughs> I'm not really scared of like spiders or anything like that, but mice I can't fucking do it. We well, had, they, they've killed so many humans throughout. I know but, all all mankind, you know. So we had a mouse in our garage when I was growing up, and I like waited for it to come out and I slap shotted that thing into the sun, and I did not feel bad. <laughs> I fucking hate mice. Before I had traps yesterday, I was walking around with a hockey stick trying to smash one. Yeah, of the is that my That's hockey a, stick? I don't know. I just grabbed one. Oh, that one that's up by the in the in the in the uh, living room. Yeah, yeah. I my, I'm like, what the fuck's my hockey? stick? My last uh, mouse kill is confirmed via a hockey stick. I yes. just, I found it and I just you just slashed the shit, <laughs> the life it. out of that shit. Yeah, fuck yeah. it. This ties it's the, the redneck and mouse talk together. Our derby car this year actually had about 17 mice in it, and it was <sighs> fucking yeah, vile. They, yeah, they mm. like engines. Yeah, yeah. It was vile. Yeah. Rum, rum, rum. That's how you know it's a good derby car. But uh, next Dude, week, next week show. Uh, I don't know if we have a guest yet. I'm not sure. Uh, we'll, uh, 
We'll uh, we'll find out eventually. Check on the yeah, docket. We don't want to give it away anyways. But give it away, um, give it away. Yeah, we will be two days before our Vegas trip, so we'll be probably bringing more of those. We do have a guest, but okay. we don't have to say who. Okay, yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be bringing more of the EDM bit to life as well as an update on the war on mice. So stay tuned mm-hmm. next week for that show. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of It's a Bit. If you want to listen to the radio edition of the show, ninety six point seven or kfanplus.iheart.com. every Saturday from two to three p.m. Or you can just listen. I know a lot of you listen through all the podcast streaming platforms, so thank you for that. Listen to all the other 10K shows. we got a lot of great ones. Wild Takes, it's just a nickname, The Has-Bens. We have Third and Forever, Minnesota Rundown, all sorts of great stuff. A Vikings podcast on the the horizon. You guys all voted on the name. Thank you for that. Uh, The blogs are still flowing, 10ktakesmn.com. A lot of great blogs, especially one about a frozen cock. Yes. On the website. Thanks to Jack Johansson. Mm -hmm. Uh, And thank you guys for listening to It's a Bit. We got some more fun stuff planned in the future for you. So, uh, you know, just more to come. So thanks for tuning in as always. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.